Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. But you know what? This week I'm going to call you something else. My oh, two God. jackasses. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I mean, I, you call it us on a regular day basis, so I don't understand the difference. Is well, it because we're I recording? Think now the audience knows. Oh, now the audience knows. Okay, the audience you know, knows for sure. It's the beginning of the month. Yep. You guys went to go watch Jackass. Yeah. You are the jackasses of the month. Yeah. We are. Yeah, I guess I guess that's how it works. Cineplex did say that when we left. They're like, you guys are the jackasses of the month. And yeah. we're like, they branded us as well, thanks. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a donkey brand. Oh, yeah. I, so we have a donkey brand on us now. I sleeping for that part. Well, yeah. 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 How are you guys doing? Good. It's good. It's nice to be back after another week of having shows together. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's this week was, uh, we had a little snowstorm, you know? Little snowstorm. Little yeah. snowstorm. Yeah, a little I snowstorm. called it to... I called it real quick. I thought it was going to be a big one. Yeah. But then we missed it. Yeah. But then the day of at night. The day of. The day like of. The next day weather. got worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the next day The night of, I was driving back from Hamilton, Ontario back to home and it was horrible. Did it you have to specify Hamilton? Because again, I have to remember that our audience yeah. isn't from here like but, sometimes I, I get so i get so comfortable in talking about locations yeah, as yeah. If like you know no like, I, I, I get if you said like london right but like hamilton but just in case you know just in case for american listeners yeah, they're like, like oh okay, oh did you go to alexander hamilton's house yeah. hey see i mean that's a reference i guess we're all doing bad jokes today is I that know? like a, a president or something that's the the person the Hamilton musical is based off. Yeah. That see that's you know what? We know I take it back. I take it back. You had to specify Hamilton, Ontario yeah. for for Anthony. For Anthony. For Anthony. Um, was but yeah. Uh it was it, it was it was a horrible drive. It normally takes about 45 minutes to get from where I was back home. It took me 2 hours. Ooh. Yeah. Do you guys I, like driving in the snow? No. 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 Who, who does? I don't know who does. What sicko does? I think if I had like like a like a proper SUV that's designed with you know those those tra- those tires with the studs on them, I'd be a, more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, if if I was given the option to drive in an open like parking lot with just there's no islands in it or anything, it's just snow, and I could just like do donuts, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't mind when but, there's no one on the road. But when I'm driving in the snow, but when I need like, to get somewhere, or if it's like just unsafe to drive, I don't. I'm not a yeah, fan. I can't I'm trust anyone in the snow. Like I can trust myself in the snow. I hardly trust people. In, in this province, with yeah. warm weather driving, I don't trust them with That's snow. True. That's we true. also had our um, our lovely Freedom Convoy. Uh, oh yeah, our lackluster Freedom Convoy. Yeah, here this is like in, uh, in the area. You know, uh, you know when that that like that funny video when they play like the. <laughs> Titanic music like my heart will yeah. go on but it's like the broken flute oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what it sounds yeah, like, yeah. like with to, the recorder if, if you were to pan like the actual like, yeah. demonstration yeah I saw a tweet today that made me laugh and it said uh, more people were vaccinated in Toronto than there were at the actual yeah uh, and I, that's I, great I, I loved it love to I love see it. it I love, love how this convoy it. is now like peace and love yeah it's like is it <laughs> is it are you sure uh, yeah. just yeah. it was I was it was wild to see that like I my my People in our lives, they work in healthcare. Yeah. For us to see that, you know, the police are saying, hey, don't wear your healthcare attire. Like, what is this? What, like, like, when do you ever hear about that at, at a protest? And then we went from two years ago, like, hitting pots and pans outside of our windows yeah. at the same time every day and clapping and applauding yeah. to basically having healthcare workers as targets where yeah. people are going to, like, go in and, like, and, and yeah, them. people that, like, I've had friends say, like, I have, like, People, not friends saying they're going, but 
friends telling me that they know people going and like, oh, they're going to they're going to protest outside of sick kids or they're going to go do yeah. this. And it's like, like, what kind of fucking monster are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do that, you are the, a deplorable human being. Why would if you, you get in that. the way of, of like people's lives and, and health? Like, that's that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. And they they close those lanes. Yeah. Yeah. Right in Toronto. Like, that's those are like main arteries, especially in a city that you're blocking. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like emergency routes. Absolutely deplorable. For your disgusting for yeah. your your cause yeah. of like my body, my yeah. And it's not even I don't that. even know I don't even know what their cause is anymore, yeah. to be like, honest. They have like okay. so many different sections now and like they have the one big racist one that's like slightly in the background, but we don't they don't think we notice it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, Oh no, no, just ignore the Nazi flag, please. Yeah. We're here to talk about our freedom. But it's like, but why yeah. is there a guy with a Nazi flag though? You don't see that at yeah. like a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, or even or even like uh just attacking reporters. Like I was oh, seeing yeah. a bunch of videos today of just people like attacking reporters like oh you should be ashamed of this blah blah like what are you doing like yeah, like dude well, evaluate your life like really like if you think that that is okay you need just to like take a moment and just really think about what you're doing and then just fuck off forever will we get like one of those covid things now in front of our show because we're talking about uh covid oh like um a disclaimer what, like the joe rogan podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i don't think we're, we're joe rogan levels yet we're not the joe rogues joe rogan like He's he's been in the news this week. A lot of oh, news. A lot, a lot of news. It went from it went from you know uh, a bunch of people have left Spotify. Sp- uh, artists have left Spotify. Users have left Spotify. Spotify they lost, they lost like nineteen percent. Yeah, they they lost a bunch of like equity value as well. Yeah. Then I was also seeing that um, as of yesterday morning. So Saturday morning, I saw that Spotify has removed seventy episodes of the Joe Rogan mm-hmm. podcast or Joe Rogan Experience. And then by the evening, it was like, oh, they've removed 120 episodes now. And it's like... How many does he have in general? Like, how many episodes? Thousands. He's, he's been uh, all He's gone forever, five, right? Not like 12 years? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. my God. And like, people were making like, like montages of him using the, the N-word and stuff like that. And it's like, my God, why? Like, it's yeah. just... It's yeah, just The Rock was going to go on a show and like yeah, talk about and, it. And, 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 and like, no, I'm not going to talk about it because he, he, he said the N-word. And it's just like... Uh, that's, that's where the rock draws the line is, is just well, that like, racism but he's okay with the with the covid I think he was going to like talk about, to him about yeah why it's important to be vaccinated and the the health reason yeah but, but, but like, again like the rock was trying to it's still a platform you know what i mean like you're you're uh, you as dwayne johnson one of the biggest stars in the universe are legitimizing this person 100%. you know what i mean and i think that's where the the issue comes from yeah but other than that it's been a good week yeah it's been been pretty pretty good as always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. We do have a mailbag question. I'm going to kick it to Shay for the mailbag. <sighs> mailbag. Thank you. <laughs> Nicole says, hey, guys, longtime fan of the podcast and science nerd. Nicole here. I absolutely had to write in after hearing Anthony mention that he thinks Tyrese and Ludacris' characters would have somehow survived the trip to space in F9. I'm so glad we're back 
talking about this. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. As someone who has taught astronomy in the past, I specifically remember being in the theater during this scene and saying out loud, you're fucking kidding me. To which several people around me started laughing at my distraught uh, at my distraught outburst. I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief when watching movies, but when I say there is no way, there's no way. We're talking kilometers of layers of gas to make it through the atmosphere, the vacuum of space trying to expand the water in your body, massive temperature changes that a scuba suit would have no chance against, space <laughs> trunk from crashing <laughs> into suit. a satellite completely de- decimating their bodies, and so much radiation, just to name a few. I do know that NASA was spoken to for this movie, but they definitely didn't go into much detail with all the nuances of space. This all being said, I'm very much on the same page as Anthony, where I think, where I too think these movies just need to stop. They're so unhinged, and there's only so much suspension of disbelief I can do, even for family. Love you guys. Keep making us laugh. What's so great about this, though, is that you you look at the Fast and the Furious franchise. You know, it's all about family. It's about this. Um, it's about driving. Thing. I, 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 it's about power. It's about driving, about power, you know? Um, I, I said that. I'm like, this is what it sounds like I'm saying. Um it's just so wild that we've gone from this series of like, you know, like, you know, me familia, let's go to the barbecue. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you touch the food first, you, pr- you, you say grace and it's like, yeah, but now we're in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so fun. I, I love that Nicole, you know, felt so compelled to write in because yeah, that was, that was just something that happened last year that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Like we don't see people really talk about F9 too no. often. No. But whenever it does come up, it's really, it's I a really fun I don't know if many people saw it. I think it made a good amount of money at the box office, though. Yeah, but like, I feel but like it was so forgotten. No people people watched it, but did they really see it? It's yeah, also you know it's like I mean? a, also a year of like you forget about the films that came out in twenty twenty. Yeah, especially in the first half of the yeah. year, right? Like Quiet Place Two. Like there's not something that people talk about. Yeah, but yeah, it there. happened. It happened, but we don't we don't speak of it. It's just you know? so it was a weird time. We do don't you, talk about. Do you have Bruno. a rebuttal, Anthony, against this claim of science? Well. Yeah, man. Do you like want to start I a said, convoy? I'm pretty sure there's about some, your knowledge. Of I'm science? pretty sure there's some farmer up in Iowa or Nebraska or yeah. where else. They're planning to go to space with their spaceship in their scuba suit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you seal everything in your scuba uh-huh. suit, you, you seal, seal it. You yeah. seal it. How much yeah. tape? You use duct tape because yeah, nothing gets through duct tape. Duct tape is a scientific you, fact. You put a rocket on the back of your Chevy. Yeah, and you. <laughs> yeah. Like Chevy, th- like Chevy Impala, or oh, no, like a Chevy truck. Oh, okay. they're farmers, so you, they oh, would, yeah. right, right, just put it on their tractor. Uh, tractor is pretty heavy, but sure, it's a rocket. You know, it's a, it's a rocket. It's a rocket. I think the rocket. <laughs> so wait, you're you're wait, hold on. you're you're stopping us at the tractor. Hold on, a tractor. Be now, realistic, guys. Now I don't believe you. Now get my rocket. Okay, okay go yeah, on. I'll do the tractor. Okay, okay. <laughs> Fucking tra- farmer Bill. Farmer Bill. Far- farmer Bill and farmer his Bill. tractor. Scuba suit, duct tape. He can go to space. You know yeah. what? This is the thing. We'll check in with, We'll keep checking with Farmer Bill throughout the year to see how he's in how Iowa. He's like he might burn yeah. alive going oh, yes, out yes, or yes. in. I don't know. But he, I'm pretty sure, like, look, Fantastic Four got radiation poisoning and got their powers. Right. 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 Wait, is, uh, Farmer is, Bill is, this a, is this an origin story now <laughs> from the Fantastic Four? <laughs> What's his superpower? That he can Farmer, plant things? For, Farmer Bill? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his... his uh, he just shoots corn out of his hands? Yeah. Oh, Crop Master. We'll call him, uh, yeah. It sounds oh. like he just farts and leaves. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just shoots, yeah, I don't, I don't have a rebuttal. He just shoots corn. I think, uh, <laughs> I think she 
hit the the nail on the head yeah. with her science. We have to first figure out, of what course, science bringing into the equation. We have to figure out everything. what the saying is because we every episode we're we like hit the nail on the we head. hit the nail right above the head. Yeah. We hit the nail sideways. I we hit I corrected you guys before, but you guys have infected my mind with Excuse like the, me? you like yeah you put the screw in the hole. I'm like I don't I, not, I, I've, I've never heard these expressions. Okay. I'm going to kick it to Daniel for our announcements this week. There are some great announcements this week. Some uh, some need to knows. Looking ahead to next week. Um, well, I guess technically this week. This week, the Oscar nominations are happening on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We will not be doing an episode for those this week. That will be our topic of discussion for next week's episode of the movie podcast. That makes sense. As well as all the Super Bowl trailers that we will be seeing next Sunday. So next week on the movie podcast is going to be a big one because we have Oscar nominations and we have Super Bowl trailers, and we have whatever else happens this week because you already know there's probably going to be some craziness that happens this Will week. Will our episode be later then? Uh, no, I think it w- I think we could still make it for, for Monday morning. What uh, what time is the Oscar nominations? Oscar nominations are this Tuesday. Yeah, uh, the Super Bowl. in the morning, but the Super Bowl is next Sunday, right? So we'll 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 figure out off uh, off uh, we'll, recording we'll out. what our timings going to be. But of course, make sure, as Anthony said, make sure you're tuned in to all of our social media channels wherever you follow us. Um, new episodes out on the feed right now. As Anthony also alluded to at the beginning of the episode, Shay and I have seen Jackass Forever. Um, it is in theaters right now, and it's killing it. If you want to hear our thoughts on it, go check out our review. It's a really fun review. Uh, you could also hear our thoughts on Scream. It's funny. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about Paramount, saying, Paramount, what are you doing? Where are your movies? And the first two movies we have this year are Paramount films. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on the movie podcast feed, you could check out our most anticipated, anticipated movies of 2022 and the best movies of 2021. So those are some, I guess, uh, evergreen episodes that you could go check out and you could hear our thoughts on them. Now, this week... There's a lot happening on the feed. We're going to have a review for Death on the Nile, Blacklight, Marry Me, and guess what? We have another special guest joining us. Originally, it was supposed to be three special guests total. Now it's only two. Should we announce who's going to be on the show this week, Shay? I think we can. I think we can. I'll give you the honors. Shay, I'll give you the honors. Chavez, the honors to you. This week, we will have Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery, wow. Canadian. Wow. Comedy legend, star of Whose Line Is It Anyway, and of course, uh, Last One Laughing Canada. Uh, it's an honor to have this, Colin on the show. This is this is probably my most like I I, I would say I was the most starstruck going yeah. into this one, but I think we kept our composure because we did we kept our cool. Colin was such a nice guy. He was yeah. so cool so welcoming laughing at our jokes he didn't have to laugh he didn't have to laugh no he yeah he didn't have to laugh but he did and i think that's what made this experience more comfortable for now us. we could say that colin mockery is a friend of the movie podcast and we can say that he laughed at us he laughed at us and hopefully we'll have him back again on the show but yeah if you want to check out that episode with colin mockery that will be a special episode that will be available on wednesday on the movie podcast feed and you already know we're going to be pushing it on all of our socials, so you won't miss it no if you follow us anywhere you will see it yeah uh but today we do have a special guest joining us. Uh, her name is Clark Bacco. She's the star of I Want You Back, which is a really fun uh, romantic comedy that is coming out this week on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, we'll have our thoughts for it later in the week. Uh, she also appeared in television series such as Letter Kenny, Remedy, Shoot the Messenger, 21 Thunder, Designated Survivor, Winona Earp, Supernatural, The Handmaid's Tale, and in the film Happy Place. We're so lucky to have her join us. Let's get to our discussion with Clark Bacco. 
Wait, wait, before you oh. start, your Ooh. eyes and your eyelashes. Oh. Are you kidding me? Damn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Robin. that. You're to set, set me off course for the rest of the interview now. I appreciate Good. it. <laughs> That's how I like it. But truly, beautiful eyes. Congratulations. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I'll let my parents know. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Clark? I'm good. Very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. You know, just doing as much as we can right now. Things are still closed in Ontario for the most part. So we'll see what the next couple weeks bring. But uh, I just want to say I got to watch the movie last night and uh, we had such a great time with it. And it was just such a a feel good movie. And it's just it's felt like a long time since I watched something. I'm like, oh, this just this is such an easy watch. It's just so fun to to just to to hang out and watch, you know, I have that right now, isn't it? It is. It is. And I just want to know, what was it about this movie that, that drew you to the project? Um, you mean apart from the fact that I just needed a job? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> totally, <laughs> that helps too, right? I'm totally kidding. I love saying no. I say no all the time. Um, I said yes to this one. I think, oh gosh, there's so many reasons for me. When it comes to like saying yes to a rom-com specifically, there's mm-hmm. two things. One, I really didn't grow up watching rom-coms with people that look like me. And if they did look like me, they're usually villainized in some way. And so um, it's just really cool to be involved in a rom-com that's so diverse and so like naturally diverse. It doesn't feel forced. We're all just playing characters that could be, you could place anyone in there and it would work. Um, That's always really important to me. And then honestly, even more importantly than that, just down to the script, I was laughing reading the script and it was just such a relief. And I didn't realize before I read the script, how much tension I was holding on to during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I read that script and I was just like, oh, that felt good. And so I'm going to follow this and just hopefully they pick me because it's not always up to me. Um, but yeah, when I got the offer, I was just like, yes, heck yes. I want to have fun. Let's have fun. And it really was. It was. And, and, and that's definitely, you see that on screen throughout this entire movie. Um, and I'm just curious, what was it like shooting it? You guys shot this last year in Atlanta, correct? Yes. We started in March. Yeah. In Atlanta and also Savannah, Georgia, which is so stunning. Nice. Did you like, was it weird? I guess going back to shooting during the pandemic or was this business as normal? It was definitely weird. It was uh, my first job back uh, throughout the pandemic. And I'm just used to going to set and trying to be everyone's best friend, um, cast, crew, whatever. And just even everybody being in like face masks, face shields, like not knowing who anybody is like that was that was challenging for me. And also just like, I'm used to being able to go out for drinks after and like building that camaraderie and, and none of that, none of that existed. And and then on top of that, there's just like the COVID fear is like a whole other, the COVID anxiety is so palpable. It's so real. Um, And we were all coming back from like not seeing humans. So it was definitely strange and took a little bit of like getting used to, but I don't know when you have such a fun script it's very easy for people to just like start cracking jokes and it's such a great cast like everyone's such great humans that we just got along and had a good time so 
And that's what I was actually going to ask you next. I mean, you get to work with Charlie Day and Jenny Slade and they're some of the funniest people. Like what was it like working with them on this movie? It definitely kept things light. I would assume. Uh, no, it was super depressing the whole time. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. They're incredible. They, you said it yourself. They're some of the funniest people truly ever to exist. Charlie is just, <sighs> he's just so, I say this all the time, but he's just so, like, I love dad jokes and he is, he just throws those out. Like it ain't nothing. And Jenny is just like, they're just both. And then together, they're they're so brilliant in their performances and i mean as people but but as the, these characters you could watch them for an eternity they are so good and so grounded which is mm. what i think makes the comedy uh lift off the page i mean the script's amazing but like what they bring to it is just beautiful i love that and, and i think this is so true with comedians that we, we're so used to seeing them like have the space to be funny but there's some moments in this as well too where especially with jenny she's just trying to figure out her life and just you know there's a line that i love so much where she's like you know as an adult we're just pretending that we know what we're doing right and hopefully we don't screw it up um did you relate did you relate to that at all well uh when you were reading the script you mean the part about like it's basically like fake it till you make it as an adult yeah I have no clue what the heck i'm doing but (laughs) every day and i do stuff anyways um so yeah And just going back to what you were saying about like, we expect comedy from these comedians, but getting to see them do the grounded kind of heartbreaking moments, like watching them both do like watching Jenny do the performance of suddenly Seymour. Yeah. Oh my God. My favorite scenes of any movie ever now. And then like Charlie is obviously like, we all know what he can do as a comedian, but Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know the extent of his like, I, I don't know, just like grounded realism and just like vulnerability. Yeah. Um, and that's what I found really incredible was the balance of the ROM and the calm, you know? Definitely. Do you have a favorite, uh, do you have a favorite moment from shooting with, um, I guess everybody on set? Is there like something that stands out? Yeah, for sure. I would say our time, we had four days in Savannah, Georgia. We were on the riverboat at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that was the only time we actually, all of us got to be together. Right. And although we were stuck on a boat for like <laughs> four days, <laughs> yeah. being with everyone was just so, it was like a party minus alcohol. It was so much fun. That's good. Yeah. A uh, couple quick questions for you, just because like this movie starts with a great uh, karaoke scene. Do you have a go to karaoke song? Yes, I do. You got you to gotta let us know. <laughs> I like to sing Jolene. Okay. I don't know classic. If that's super basic, but that's no, just no, no. What I do. not at all. It's a it's a amazing song. So why? But not I have many go tos, but that's just my opener. That's okay. my intro. But like, what's your what's your closer then? What what where do you want to leave us all? Yeah, if I'm with a lot of girls, mm-hmm. especially if like if I'm with a group of girls and guys, I mm-hmm. will pick like Cell Block Tango from Chicago, and then okay. we all get to just like yell at the men the whole time, and it's really <laughs> it's really amazing. Okay. I like it. I like the way you think. And I, I got to ask you, because you're, you're born in Montreal, you're raised in Toronto. Yeah. Do you have a favorite food spot that you go to when you're in either city? Uh, um, in Montreal, truly ever since I was a kid and I still go there, I go to a place called Patati Patata. They have okay. great skin. It's just, yeah, that's the spot for me. Um, and then in Toronto, gosh, it changes. What a foodie city. 
Super Point is one of my favorites. They have an amazing, like super saucy Caesar salad and great uh, pizzas. And like one of the best Chinatowns ever is in Toronto, Spadina, Dundas area, like the best dim sum. So good. Awesome. Uh, I guess one last question. What do you, what's your biggest takeaway that you hope audiences uh, get from watching? I want you back. What do you want to leave them with? Um, that's a good question. What do I want to leave them with? I want it to be super smart, but nothing's coming. <laughs> <so long>. um, <laughs> don't try to get your ex back, man. Move on. <laughs> I like it. I like that. I, I, Clark, thank you so much for your time. I'm, I'm so excited to see what you do next. And oh, hopefully thanks. the rest of the year um, is great to you. And we're, we get to come out of this pandemic and get back to hanging out and do everything together. So thank you so much for your time and all the best with the rest of the interviews today. Thanks so much and have a great day. You too. Nice meeting you. Bye. That was a lot of fun. Clark's a really nice person. Yeah, she was super cool. Um, Canadian, awesome. Canadian, you know? awesome. I, I always like. I always love asking like the the food question. Like, yes. We, we we always love asking about like where do where do you go to eat? Where do you go to eat? So it's it, it's just very different from what we got from Robbie and Mel. Yeah, not pizza pizza. Not pizza pizza this time. Yeah. Uh, but also she definitely caught me off guard at the beginning of the interview because you know just commenting on my eyes and eyelashes i mean yeah. that just kind of set me off so you do have a face for radio so i do yeah so Did she say you want your she wants your eyes she didn't she didn't threaten me mm. per se but she definitely gave me a compliment that was like you better watch yourself yeah like in the in the unrated cut of the interview yeah she said i'm gonna rip out your eyes yeah you slimy bitch oh. well and then and then we fast forward, and it was actually me that said that. Yeah, and was <laughs> Shay was secretly in the interview. Uh, no, but no, Clark, thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the movie podcast this week, and definitely check out "I Want You Back" this Friday on Prime Video because oh, it's yeah. uh, it's a really fun film. It's a fun film, very cool. Thank you, Daniel. Let's get into the news. Solid. Damn, that was again. I I have to acknowledge it. That was really good. That was like a knife to the heart. Ooh, yeah, great with, with, with a twist. With a twist. Talk about knives and twisting and blood. <laughs> and Scream, hearts. And hearts and Scream sequel. <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> Scream sequel, A Go, from Spyglass and Paramount. This is Paramount and Spyglass are headed back to Woodsboro. A sixth installment of the Scream franchise has been greenlit with the creative team from the successful 2022 film Back in Action. Once again, Radio Silence's Matt Bentinelli, Oplin, and Tyler Gillett will direct with James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick returning to pen the script. Production is slated to begin this summer. The latest Scream successfully relaunched the franchise when it opened in January. To date, it has earned $62.6 million domestically and has combined global haul of $106 million. A strong showing amid theatrical challenges posed by the ongoing coronavirus pandemic sorry that was from aaron couch of the hollywood reporter yeah, you I, caught I, me off guard i realized i didn't add that into the I was document going to say a name yeah. but I, I thought maybe it was a press release um we all watched scream we did we kind of liked it yeah i really liked it I really liked we it. were we were talking about does this need a sequel i think most of us said n- no yeah. I, if i'm trying to remember correctly i'm trying to remember what we said too i, I said no i know i said no because i'm like how what are you gonna what other yeah. stories can i think we were saying like this? are we gonna have are we going to wait for it to, you know, jump some time and see what horror looks like in a few years yeah. from now? I think that that was a discussion. We we, we kind of focused it around um, Halloween, Halloween Kills. You know, like it's nice that you're coming back, but do we really need another sequel yeah. so soon? Do you have something to like, say? As soon yeah. as 
their 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 production is beginning this summer, so it's so there there's something in twenty three. Yeah, most likely next year or maybe January twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, these movie. movies must be really quick to pump out. There's really not much to them, right? Like they're three, not a lot four, of special three effects, or four yeah. locations, and you can just shoot them on a sunset if you have if you have to. So it can't be too bad. You know, it's funny. I I the the name James Vanderbeet or Bill really sounded familiar. So I wanted to look up what he's written alongside this. So his, uh, his, his area of writing is, is fucking everywhere. Like even I'm like, I don't even know how to gauge your talent at this point. He wrote darkness falls, which you'll remember was, I think is a Mel Gibson film. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. He wrote the rundown, the rundown, the, with, the rock with the rock. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. Yeah. Zodiac by okay. David Fincher. Yeah. Wait, Zodiac, uh, not the Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac by by Fincher. Wow, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two, White House Down, The Losers, Independence Day, Resurgence, Truth, Murder Mystery, and Scream. Like, it's it's everywhere. It's, it's so hard to gauge. It's definitely a collage of yeah, uh, a lot. Well, I guess he has a lot of uh, film areas to pull from, though. To yeah. I guess to parody and or to, like to kind of be meta with in the sequel. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think what surprises me is how soon this is announced. Obviously, Scream's doing well in theater, Scream 5. But like like you said, Anthony, for it to be going into production this summer, it's like that is a pretty quick turnaround. And I'm curious, where do they take these characters now? Are we, how many of the this new cast are we bringing back? Are we bringing back Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox? Like, what, what's like that going to be looking like in the sequel? I think they should try out the, the travel Scream travels. It goes to Italy. <laughs> oh, or... Scream travels. Yeah. Oh, okay. Scream sets sail. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Scream on a plane. Scream overseas. Scream on a plane. Scream on a plane. Scream on a plane. Snakes on a plane kind of thing. Not a yeah. lot of, you know? you know, you have a close quarter cab, uh, like, what is it, cabin? You, they, yeah. they have to use like an A380 though, like that, that kind of a plane, like a huge one. Yeah. Like Air Force One or like Passenger 57 where there's a huge story to tell in the plane. Yeah. Or Con Air. And no one could see who's somebody in the washroom getting, getting you know, dressed up in the costume right now. He's taking his bag with him all the time. And I think there's a black Coke hanging out of it. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what this comes of this. Uh, do we have any predictions for a release date? I, I'd say probably they, they did well this time of the year. So probably yeah. January next year. January. Oh, you think January next year? So you're saying January. You're saying one year in between. Do they January need much time? 20... You're saying January 2023. No. Do they need, if, if they shoot in the summer. Yeah. Do they need much time? Yes. That sounded like a riddle. It's, it's marketing. You got to do marketing. <laughs> okay. You got to build up the hype. Like, but they didn't plus really start... they also have other movies. Like, there's movies coming out oh, for throughout sure. that time. Like, it's just... I don't so, think it's that bad. You're telling me they're going to make a movie in five months? Like, start to finish? But it's it's Scream. It's not like I'm asking for Avengers. I, I don't know about that. It's doable. It's not like it's impossible. Oh, You know what? If the Farber Bill can go into space... They can do Scream in five months. So filming wrapped for the original Scream. So it started shooting in May uh, 2020, Mm -hmm. but it was delayed due to the pandemic. So filming started September 23rd, 2020, and it concluded in November of that year. So it had about three months, two and a half months of shooting, but it only came out in 2022. And there was also that delay and everything too. So I'm curious. Paramount really put a pause on a lot of their films. Right. So I'm curious now, does that mean that is this movie going to be ready for Halloween 
next year are they going to go for halloween the, that halloween slot in 2023 but they never like, do though they never they, but they, they never, never do. do but maybe they're like oh maybe we can you know actually have a halloween scream and maybe advice. scream takes place at halloween we've never had a scream movie that takes place at halloween have we no 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 right it's always usually like we really don't know what month it takes place you think it's like summertime as, as of as of right now the only two films that are you know i guess I, I use air quotes slated? confirmed for or yeah slated for January twenty twenty three are Babylon and Craven the Hunter. Yeah, so I don't think either of those are coming out. I don't think so. I don't even think they think they've shot a frame of Craven the Hunter. Yet. Yeah, so so I could see I could see I could see Scream coming out in, in a couple different spots. Yeah, August twenty twenty three because that's when Ready or Not came out, and I think August is a really great month. slot for a horror film. If they want to go for the Halloween. Go for it because Halloween, the Halloween franchise will be over by that point. Right. Because Halloween ends come out, comes out this year. Yeah. Um, or they're going to do January 2024. They're going to do December 25th, 26th. Okay. Christmas Day. Christmas Day Scream. Scream. Christmas Scream. Meets Christmas. Mm. Ooh. It's going to be a it, it, bloody white Christmas. But it's usually black Christmas though. That's what, that's what they call it. <laughs> But now it's the bloody white Christmas, Shay. Dude, I just wrote the fucking poster for this. Ah, damn. That's the It's like, gonna be a bloody white Christmas, there, lads. Are those chipmunks flying those planes? He's in the UK. He's in the UK, right? Yeah, clearly. He's in the UK. It's a Scrooge version. Oh, oh shoot. Shit. You're telling me it is a, a Christmas story, but a scream story now. Yeah. He died. doesn't want a gun. He wants a knife it's and the, a ghost it's, face. It's mask. the ghost face of Christmas past. Little oh. Timmy. Face. Yeah. Little Timmy, I'm going to stab you some more. Yeah. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? You know, <laughs> is that real? I don't know. I'm uh, just doing some British accent, but I don't oh, know. Oh, really that was like. a yeah. British accent. <laughs> that was oh. that. Um, but yeah, I think. I think whatever they do with this next Scream film, I think it's going to be very, uh, very different from what we've seen. I hope so. There's going to be some gimmick to they it. Need to, they need to, they got to keep it fresh, yeah. right? Like, I think with this Scream, again, like, Dan Lyon, we loved it. Anthony, you were very on, on the fence with it because it was too on the nose for you. Yes. So now, where do they go? Do they kind of release some of that pressure off the nose or... <laughs> Yeah, like, do you want to continue continue hitting it on the nose, or do you want to tell, a or do you want to hit on the toes? Stories? You know, like like there's so many other body parts that can hit. Like we understand, yeah. like Scream is, um, like it's it plays on the fact of horror films. Yeah, but like that's been its thing for the past twenty five years. Twenty five years, unless Scream goes really like a two four horror. Mid- midsummer or, or like you know like that twist of horror. i doubt that like because they, they made fun of it in this one right yeah what like i'm trying i'm yeah. hoping that something they they have something in there there's something there there's, there's hopefully a something theme yeah. to it uh, maybe halloween maybe halloween maybe christmas maybe valentine's day yeah but those are maybe saint patrick's day <laughs> Lincoln's birthday, mm-hmm. you know, they only get stabbed in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July, you know, did, did, with Link, fireworks. Lincoln got shot in the back of the head. Yeah, but Ghostface uses a knife. This but time, he, Ghostface uses a gun. Oh, what if oh, Ghostface shoot. like just like in Stab Eight, directed by Ryan Johnson? <laughs> See, Ryan Johnson uh, tweeted, I he's did, like, yeah. "Scream Eight's gonna be a Benoit Blanc murder mystery." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good, that's so good. Let's move on to our next news story. Madam Web. Dakota Johnson tapped to play first female superhero star in Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. This is coming from Justin Kroll of Deadline. Following the massive success of Spider-Man No Way Home, 
Sony is looking to expand on its universe of Marvel characters as sources tell Deadline that Dakota Johnson is in talks to star in the studio's Madam Web movie. S.J. Clarkson is on board to direct the pick. In the comics, Madam Web is depicted as an elderly woman connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web. Due to her age and medical condition, Madam Web never actively fought any villains. For that reason, sources have stressed it's possible the project could turn into something else. Insiders say due to her psychic sensory powers, she is essentially Sony's version of Doctor Strange. Sony is coming off a hot streak with Venom, Let There Be Carnage, making more than $500 million worldwide, while Spider-Man No Way Home has become the biggest film of 2021, with $1.7 billion in worldwide sales. This is coming off last week's news of Dakota Johnson getting two of her films that she produced bought. From Sundance, right? From Sundance. Sundance, yeah. Now she is in, in talks, or she looks like she's been hired on to play something. Madam Web. I don't, I don't see her playing Madam Web. Yeah. But like maybe a character in that universe. In, in that, that universe. Word? So here's the thing, though. If they're bringing Madam Web into the fold, this 100% means that we're going to see Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire again. Because Madam Web has control of like, all the different realities and can right. bring these spider characters together. That's 100%. I agree with you. What a, f- yeah. a film of her is going to do or set up the next Spider-Man film or of something. She could exist between all these different realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're 100% that's like they're doing this because Sony's doing their own thing. They're making money off of it and they're like, "You know what? We could do what we could get like buck wild outside of the MCU and do our own stuff." but have this one central figure maybe tie them into it and have these different universes because connect. We, we mentioned it multiple times, or like I remember talking about this on the show, that a Spider-Verse, like a live-action Spider-Verse, would make more money than Avengers. I mean, look like, how close Spider-Man No Way Home came. With three Spider-Men. Three Spider-Men. Yeah. Spider-Men. In, in, the, in a pandemic. <laughs> in a pandemic. $1.7 billion. So this could be Sony's... Like endgame, like this could. This is an Avengers level threat event. Yeah, yeah. Build up to it. I I agree with you guys one hundred percent. But I also think that Sony, I mean, especially considering they don't know right now what the project is, I think Sony does this a lot where they go balls crazy by hiring actors to be in their Sony universe, actors and directors and and writers too, right? Everything, and then nothing really comes out of it. Like we still don't have Craven the Hunter yet, and we that was announced so long ago. It feels. Yeah, it was Craven announced the last year. Plays a big part of a spider universe, like a Spider-Man universe or yeah. multiverse, because really, in his eyes, he wants to hunt these yeah. spiders. It's yeah. not about like hunting animals. They that was his original gimmick, but now it's like the hunt for the spider. Yeah, and I mean, I was just thinking of uh, Drew Goddard, right? Like mm-hmm. he brought Daredevil to the screen with the show, the first season, which I think was just lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. He left the series because he was going to develop the Sinister Six movie. Yeah. That never happened. That never happened. You know what I mean? So it's like, like you said, Shay, Sony loves announcing these things, but are they actually going to come to fruition? Who knows? Yeah. And th- this happens a lot, and, and we'll get into this a bit later, but even let's look at, I know it's not Sony, but whenever you have a studio that has some sort of Marvel property, they like to just, I guess they like to announce these things that way it seems like they're working on them. They're not utilizing, they're using, utilizing the properties. But we look back at Channing Tatum as Gambit. Right. And we're going to get into that later, but yeah, like, Nothing ever happened with that either, you know? So, crazy. So, who do you think Dakota Johnson's playing? Like, 
there is a chance that she plays Madame Web. Is a chance, yes. Like I just don't. Madame Web is an older character, so they, she would go through makeup and yeah. go older. Or is she going to play a young version of Madame Web? I, or I does she play like you got Helen Mirren? Just a, cast her. I, I don't know. That's the first person that comes to mind. Is Helen, like Mirren. Helen Mirren because she looks very. She has the gray hair. Yeah, you put a blindfold over her eyes. Yeah, but I also feel like well, you I get Dakota Johnson. You, but get Dakota Johnson because. I think it's interesting. Dakota it is. Johnson is on a hot streak. Like, oh, Dakota Johnson's in this. She's playing Madame Web. She's I get I, again as 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 vain as this is to say. I'm like she's a young person who we can make look older, yeah. which is a lot easier than making an older person look younger. You know what I mean? Right. So as we'll talk about again later, very soon with the with the Luke Skywalker stuff. Right. Very it's true. like you can make Dakota Johnson look older. You could have her in flashbacks as a younger person without any makeup. And you could just do a lot more with that, yeah, right? We don't even know who she's playing. We, we don't. don't. Maybe she is going to be Madame Web. Maybe, Maybe she's, she's going to be Spider-Woman. Maybe she will. Because oh. there's a Spider-Woman like Jessica there Drew. Is. Yeah, and we there also is. know Olivia Wilde is not... Is she not directing a Silk show or movie? Oh, yeah. She was See, tied there to go. Another, another that's another. Thing. That's another spider project that another was announced. That, yeah. yeah, there was Silk. And Silk would be an awesome character to see uh, introduced. But like, Silk is that going to happen? The is the character who was bitten by a spider at the same time as Peter Parker being bitten by the spider? From what I remember? Uh, I'm not too sure. I know that this is a relaunch of her character too. She's like a Korean American character who uh, is like her own Spider-Man. Yeah. I remember reading a comic. I think she was... Cindy Moon is her name. Same time she got bitten. As Peter Parker was getting bitten, she was getting bitten. It was like one of those... Oh, he wasn't just the only one being bitten by spiders. Right. <laughs> everyone's being, everyone's, being, everyone's being bitten by spiders. There's another part of town. There was yeah. another person. Elsewhere. Uh, interesting. We'll see what comes of this, right? Yeah. This is probably years away. Years away. Very Madam Web thing to say. Yeah. Let's move on to our last, or not actually our last news story, because there's another news story. Um, some sad <laughs> news. Uh, Lata Mangeshkar. Bollywood's most beloved voice dies at 92. This is coming from Shalini <coughs> Vengarpal Bagart of the New York Times. Lata Mangeshkar, who enthralled, enthralled generations of Bollywood audiences as the singing voice behind many actresses' performances, died on Sunday at Breach Candy Hospital in Mumbai, India. She was 92. The cause was complications of COVID-19. Ms. Miss Mangashkar leaves a legacy of tens of thousands of songs, mostly in Hindi, but also in several other Indian languages. Most of her work was as a playback singer, a vocalist who does not appear on screen, but records a character's song, which are later dubbed in. In India, though, she was far from anonymous. She received the Bharat Ratana, India's highest honor, in 2001. Miss Mangashkar was known for her range. She can sing in four octaves. And her gift for singing in character, tailoring her voice and emotions to the actress she was voicing on screen. She recorded some of Bollywood's biggest hits. Music is my life and God, Miss Mangeshkar said in a Nasim Muni Kabir's book. My prayer is music. It is like a father and mother to me. She's just looking at me like, did you pronounce all those names correctly? I was, I, I was, I was definitely judging you. The you whole were, way yeah. Through. I was I sweating. Was like, mm, that's a lot of extra letters. I'll be honest. The the For way real? you pronounced octaves is what bothered me most. <laughs> 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 octaves, <laughs> octaves. <laughs> octaves. Uh, oct- what did you say? You said uh, 
Octaves. 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 They are I think octaves. Octavius. Octav- <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. No, Dr. That's Octavius. some neat trick. Um, yes. I'm going to throw it to Shay. For sure. Because I know you have, you know, Lata was part of your childhood bringing up. Yeah. And she was in your home a lot. So yeah. Not not literally. Not yeah, literally in your say, home, but yes. musically. Yeah. I mean, Lata McGisher was a huge uh, Bollywood icon. You know, when you, when you think of Bollywood music, um, she's the first person that comes to mind. Uh, this morning is kind of when the news started to break, obviously, due to the time difference. And my mom was just like watching the TV, just like shocked. Like she was like blown away. Um, my grandparents listened to a lot of old classic Bollywood music in, in the house. So her voice would be ringing through the halls. And she has, I think it, it's such, it's her voice is known to be very reedy, very high, but it's, it's so beautiful at the same time. It, it there's always something so melodic and so effortless in the way that she sang. So to, to, to lose her, you know, at, at the age that she was at it, it, it's, she left a great legacy. Um, she is, you know, one of India's most, you know, famous people. She really like that. That country is is so indebted to her. With also the music industry is so indebted to her because she fought for for rights for um, Indian singers to Bollywood singers to get royalties instead of just a one time fee. Right. Especially as someone who would be the voice of a yeah. character who's not seen on screen correct right? i mean that that's the biggest thing in bollywood right i mean it's usually all playback singers rarely do the actors and actresses actually sing in those movies so uh this is this is a very sad very sad news you know i'm, I'm sure that uh, i know that in india right now they have, they have two days of mourning yeah and, uh, and the, the flags flag are at half mast yeah. so yeah it's quite sad it's um but man, she she left a legacy, and uh, her voice. When you when you hear her voice and you see who she is, you're like, how is that coming out of you? Because it's it's so it's so absolutely melodic, and yeah, the fact that she can sing in so many octaves is is, is just mind blowing. So this is very sad news, but you know our, our thoughts and prayers to the family, to the Magishka family, and her whole state, because yeah, they lost they lost a big one. Yeah, and and I think as we always say, like you know, 92 years old, obviously no young age but Mm -hmm. it's always still sad when when you lose someone who's left behind such a legacy right Right. and i think that's what we always talk about you know shay mentions you know hearing her voice and hearing her songs through the movies and through her family like music connects us even in movies like that music has that power of like you know just 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 trans like spawning time and space Right. right right um so it's sad but we also the only the only comforting thing is that we get to be left behind with what they gave us. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. And then what a, what a legacy to leave behind. Thank you, Shay. Oh, no problem. We're going to move on to our last news story. How Mark Hamill was de-aged as Luke Skywalker. And this is coming from Bill Desowitz of IndieWire. Best kept secret of The Mandalorian Season 2 was Mark Hamill's surprise cameo in the finale as a young Luke Skywalker who offers to complete baby Grogu's training in the Force. We don't yet know the specifics of Skywalker's digital resurrection in the book of Boba Fett. All we know is that YouTube deepfaker Shamook fixed the Mandalorian footage to such passable heights that Lucasfilm hired him and the episode credits an actor named Scott Lang as Skywalker's stunt double and Graham Hamilton as the performance artist. Hamill and the body double were effectively put in a visual effects program called Lola and blended together until until on screen we had a de-aged human smoothie. Hamill didn't record lines for The Mandalorian, according to Jon Favreau. In Disney's gallery Star Wars, The Mandalorian, he reveals something people didn't realize is that his voice isn't real. 
His voice, the young Luke Skywalker, his voice, the young Luke Skywalker voice, is completely synthesized using an application called Respeecher. That's absolutely shenanigans. Yeah. All this time, I thought that was his voice. All this time, I thought that was Luke, but like, like that was Mark Hamill playing Luke, but de-aged, de-aged, but like not de-aged, but I felt like he was more involved in the season finale of Mandalorian right. than than what we just saw in the book. Yeah, the so and and he was. We know from uh, you know from the gallery uh, Star Wars: The Mandalorian Disney Gallery series, they have a whole episode de- dedicated to the finale episode, right? And we see that. Mark Hamill was on set for this. And it's like, yes, there he is. Again, he's there more for visual reference because they didn't use any of it. They were just like, it was almost like he was there passing the torch on to right. the new crowd. Right? Um, and the reason, obviously, why we're talking about it again this week is because, spoiler alert, Luke shows up again in the Book of Boba Fett, which we'll, we'll get to when we're, when, for what we're watching. But he looks worlds better now than what he did just a year ago which is crazy to think mm-hmm. right or just over a year ago now we're seeing yeah. you know the effects of having like shamuk uh whose real name i'm blanking on right now like joining the lucas art or like the lucas film team and bringing this to reality but it's also really scary that we're now able to there's some shots in the book of boba fett that you see luke and i'm like that is a real human being like mm-hmm. there's no like um you know there's no dead eyes there's no like that uh that oh my god like the the uncanny valley uncanny valley that's the phrase i was thinking of there's no uncanny valley i'm like this is a real person and my brain is now seeing him as a real person yeah you know there's a a lot of moments of it then you hear him talk and you see the lips a little bit they don't focus on the lips as much this episode yeah but you hear him talk but it definitely does sound very just it sounds a lot it sounds just very just i am talking right now without any emotion and i get he's a jedi but it's also just it's there's something there to it yeah yeah, yeah there, there was something about the speech that even threw me off a little bit i'm like huh i like i know that mark hamill doesn't sound like that anymore so how do they do it you're getting a sound alike or are you and then yeah exactly and then when i when i heard that you know it was just digitized i'm like oh that sounds much more believable because there's some points where it just feels like there's no emotion in it yeah and i get it again Jedi emotion, what yada yada yada. But like, there's still just something. something there's missing. just something missing that yeah. you know you don't see in the other films. Like Mark Hamill from you know A New Hope all the way to uh, Return of the Jedi, you can tell there's still emotion in his voice. Yeah, or even in The uh, Last Jedi, Last Jedi and well. uh, Rise of Skywalker, like yeah. he he emotes. You know what I mean? There's different fluctuations and imperfections in your voice. Yes. In the cadence of your voice. Correct. But here just feels like it is like, it was almost like an instrument being spoken to in the same cadence. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. This is, this is the question I'm going to ask you guys. Now that we got this digital version of Luke, I didn't even check. Was Mark Hamill credited in this? No. No. Is it just they're going to continue using that face and that look of Luke Skywalker for for the next forever. Is that like what Luke Skywalker looks like? It's just no it's you know what I'm saying like James Bond is played by other people who right who play James Bond and But Luke Skywalker will ever forever be Mark Hamill. that Mark Hamill. I think they now, can now, but does that like if that's the case if he ever gets his own show does Mark Hamill get 
money for his like i'm i i'm assuming there's some t- and and that's a weird spot we're in right now it's like if mark hamill's not in it but it's mark hamill does he get paid for it i'm assuming he it's does almost like a comic because if you read star wars comics it's, it's mark, mark hamill, hamill yeah. but he doesn't get paid and he's not credited yeah so it's in this gray area of like i think it's the likeness because you know you know shay as he'll talk about later a lot of foreshadowing in this episode um playing the last of us a lot of characters in the last of us don't look like the voice actors it's just uh like i think of dina in the last of us and abby they're not based and and and, in joel like they're not based on well but joel wasn't based on another actor oh sorry yes yeah where dina Dina and abby were like actual real people people, that they modeled and did facial capture for but their voice actors are different right they just get paid i think for the likeness but they don't get paid for the performance a lot of this reminds me also of a story that we covered in the early days of the movie podcast when we talked about um james dean Dean. yeah you know we talk about that story and we talked about hey what does this mean for hollywood i i think you know as cool as it was seeing mark hamill's luke skywalker appear in that episode I, I think I was more cautiously worried than anything else about what the future of this can mean. Um, I I remember the first instance of any of this really to me, like that what really reminded me of all this is when we go back to the social network and we talk about Army Hammer's, you know, character. Army Hammer was a new actor at that time, really no one really knew him. So to know that there was another actor in that sequence who had that you know, face, uh, face replacement, face done. replacement yeah. done. And now we're, then we went to James Dean and out of this. And it, then Tarkin it, in, uh, yes, Rogue Tar- One Tarkin was a full CG well. character as exactly. well. Exactly. Also, yeah, you're right. It, it's scary. It's scary. I mean, it's great fan service for things like this, but I think it's, I think there could be, it's like Pandora's box almost. We it is. Know, it's very true. We don't know what can happen further. And it almost feels like there might be more consequences than there are benefits down the road. I think, I think when you talk about consequences, I mean, again, I love seeing this Luke. Me too. Um, but it also kind of puts a scenario. It's like, okay, well, we can't, like this human doesn't exist anymore. So what does this mean? Do we see this version of Luke age now like are you now going to start aging his de-aged luke <laughs> and it's like there's so many questions on like where they were where they're going to go with this and i get like these characters kind of are appear ageless to us but i also think that there's a need to also push a story forward as well mm-hmm. too and we always kind of say like you know star wars is like a huge universe of characters but we always kind of come back to these same three or four the characters Skywalker family you know these the same these same characters all the time um and that's just to say like again i'm i've loved the last two episodes of the book of boba fett but my god the show is a mess oh, yeah. like this show like the fact that we're getting like and i saw somebody like do a tweet thread where they kind of break down well why are these characters showing up in the series and i, I get that too yeah and i'm like that's fine but i think as a show this show is just really bizarre mm-hmm. to start with like four episodes of boba fett and then now transition to a Mandalorian, Luke Skywalker. Like, it's just very strange what this show has become. As good as the last two episodes have been, it's just very, it's very weird. It does feel like after watching The Mandalorian, it was like, these people were still on set and they're like, do you just want to like, shoot this <laughs> yeah. like, is still rolling if you yeah. guys want to go. You know what? That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. It's like, it does. you know what? We should just do a Boba Fett's and then they just did it. Oh, yeah. And these sets are like, still here. Th- like, it's very, it's interesting because we really didn't not enjoy the first half of Boba Fett. Boba Fett being in this character that we, I guess there was some sort of, we want to know how he escaped and we learned. Yeah. But then really don't, 
just he's not a great with. character outside of the mask you know like i think if he wore his mask more often he would be yeah but even then like i just think the story that they're telling you're like oh okay like and then when when we cut back in this episode with with uh din jar and like on on tatooine with like the boba fett and like the motorcycle gang i'm like oh yeah this is a story that they were telling yeah. but man like we got an episode with luke ahsoka grogu um building the jedi temple uh cad bane like we're like that's we're, gonna, we're seeing we're, like the or the order 66 happened like there's a lot of cool we're gonna stuff. talk about it yeah because we're gonna get into it once we get into what we've been watching let's get into some updates alana season three is coming out march 24th channing tatum channing tatum channing tatum was so traumatized by gambit he can't watch marvel movies goosebumps series is in the works for disney plus anyone want to i feel bad for channing tatum man like it's it, he that that was the thing that uh what shay was talking about earlier like this guy was cast, I think, in what, 2014 yeah, as Gambit. That. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be Gambit. He was on at the E3, uh, not E3, sorry, Comic-Con when they were like advertising like X-Men uh, Apocalypse and stuff yeah. like that. And then nothing ever happened with this movie. Who, who was the other dude who played uh, Gambit? Uh, oh, from an X-Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. his name was like Taylor or Taylor. Jonathan, something. Oh, isn't Ta- Taylor Kitsch? Taylor Kitsch. Taylor, Kitch, Taylor yeah. Kitch, yeah. I liked him as Gambit. He looked like Gambit. Yeah. Did he, did he have the like the Louisiana? He, he did the Louisiana draw? accent. Yeah, I almost the Hey once. there, Logan. That's how he spoke. Uh, I don't think I don't know if I could see Channing Tatum as as Gambit. Gambit. I could see Taylor as Gambit because he just had the look. He did a, he did an okay job with however many minutes he <laughs> you was. You said on Taylor. Screen. I'm like, who's Taylor? I'm like, oh yeah, Taylor Kitchen. Um, <laughs> That's unforgettable. <laughs> Sometimes Channing Tatum should stick to uh, you know jump streets. You know. Stick to your jump street, Tatum. Stick to your jump streets, Channing, Tatum, <laughs> and your dogs. And your dogs, yeah. Oh, that's actually... Which, which is getting released in Canada yeah, now. Yeah, that's another God. update. Dog... What's it called? Dogs. It's dog. called Dog, dog yeah. yeah. Directed it's a very by a deep name, I believe. Dog. It's directed by Channing, or co-directed. Co-directed by Channing Tatum, yeah. It's coming out in Canada. Are we happy? Yeah, I'm damn happy to see this movie. Finally. I it, like... Here's the thing. Fuck you, Moonfall. Oh, Oh, you know what I mean? That, that's coming a lot earlier than we expected. I, well, we it's been hit. it's been built up inside of me. You know, yeah, like, Daniel has had a mission against you know, Moonfall this week. No, I'm, I had a I had a tweet, but Daniel has a vendetta. Listen, Shay had a tweet that broke the whole that broke civilization. First of all, it's true. But now I'm just angry. I'm I'm like I'm just scarred over from the war that's been fought this week. And then Roland Emmerich's out here trashing Marvel movies, Daniel was saying all this stuff. And like <laughs> you went to the convoy, but my, you were you had you had a sign that just said "release I, Moonfall." No, this again. is I'm not I'm not a convoy. This is like a shuttle to the moon. So, so I, we, I'm on a shuttle. We <laughs> learned why this week. We learned why Moonfall didn't come out in Canada. Um, a friend of the show, Globe and Mail, Barry Hertz. Barry Hertz. Yeah. He broke the story in another uh, a mobile syrup. Mobile. Yeah, there's a bunch, yeah, there's so a bunch many of people were talking about it. But yeah, it was all related to marketing, which I couldn't believe because up to the point of Spider-Man, Spider-Man, which was what December, December 17th, 18th, and it's been the number one movie six out of the seven weeks. As many times as we've gone to the theaters, we saw that trailer at least five, six times. Yeah. So the marketing was there. I don't understand why they dis- decided to. The studio knew. The studio knew this movie was not going to hit, and they're like, "We're not going to even bother releasing it in yeah, Canada." It's a waste of money. As it was like. for the majority of people who saw this week in mind, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Moon fail. <laughs> Getting into box office. Wait, did we, did we do the last update? Yeah, he's, we spoke about Goosebumps. Oh, okay. Goosebumps? Yeah. Yes, Goosebumps. Are you guys happy about Goosebumps? Yeah, sure. 
Cool. And you wanted to talk about it, apparently. No, I just, I just, I just didn't, I didn't hear. Oh yeah, Anthony, Anthony mentioned. I did yeah, mention. It. You're not paying yeah. attention, man. See, I wasn't. I, I was. He fell asleep. I was right? busy over here. Yeah, uh, he was planning his his shuttle to the moon. Uh, <laughs> box oh, office, <laughs> cha ching. Oh, so yeah, I'm good. saying oh, yeah, good. cha ching, cha cha ching, yeah, cha ching. Uh, oh, this is a tongue twister. A 10 million movie based on a 22 year old reality TV series. Is decimating 146 million production based on a fatigue disaster movie genre this weekend. More to the point, Paramount's Jackass Forever is rallying to a 23.5 million number one weekend win, while ahead of Roland Emmerich's movie, well ahead of Roland Emmerich's movie Moonfall, which is Earthbound, at a 10.1 million. Hell yeah. <laughs> is that sorry? Was that the Jackass theme? Was it pretty good. Uh, it Not sounded a, like a sad cat. I'll yeah. be honest with you. It was a sad cat. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel did a better. Oh, he's, he's a jackass, though. You both a jackass. I am so happy I'm, I'm that like, Jackass Forever is doing well at the box office this weekend. Yeah, 20, ten million dollar budget. Ten million, twenty three point five. Listen, mil. all they had to do was release Moonfall, and that's the amount of money that Moonfall made this weekend. It took to make Jackass Forever. I knew. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sure. I was just gonna say I knew that Daniel loved Jackass. When as soon as we got in the car, he took off his pants and said, "Punch me in the nuts." Yeah. And I was like, "Daniel, get the fuck out of my car." It's here's the thing with Jackass though. It's so strange that when you on paper it sounds like just ridiculousness, and then you see it in a movie and you're like, "This is absurd." But for <laughs> so many people, it brings them laughs and brings them together. And I'm so it's this movie has ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. It's craziness. It's craziness. Because at one time, we would look at these jackass movies and be like, don't spend your time watching them in th- that time period. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Back, back in the day, like, it was like for a certain, I think when you look at it, uh, when you look at those movies back then and people would review them like traditional movies, yes. they're not that. Like, this is this is something totally different. And now we have like the next generation who grew up with them now look at them fondly, right? And that's the, that's the, that's the funny thing because I was... I was wondering who would be the audience for Jackass in 2022 or 2021 when it was coming out and then being pushed back. Because it's not something that a lot of people talk about or fondly remember other than like... The people who grew up with it, right? People who grew up with it because this generation, we'll say the last, what, 15 years, they don't they don't go back and watch Jackass. It's not like something that's no. talked about or it's part of like a huge part of pop culture and something that you would remember but I'm super happy that it made this money. I think it like it just says, you know, people do want to watch and people show. do. I mean, and and I lo- I was looking at movie. I was looking at the box office opening weekends for Jackass like in the past. Jackass 3D made 50 million dollars in its opening weekend. Came out in 2010. Yeah. So like Jackass has been that franchise that when it shows up, people show up for it, mm-hmm. which is cool to see. It's not a series that I think outstays its welcome because the last Jackass we had was 12 years ago. Yeah. Before that it was like four or five years. And then yeah. before that, it was like another four or five years. So these movies are coming out at a rate that when they release, people are looking forward to them. And there were TV shows to kind of like put in the middle of those those movies, right? Like the, there were, not, there were, well, in the beginning, like in the beginning in the, before Jackass 2. So we had like Viva La Bam and then yeah. like Chris Pontius and Steve-O had like their wild boy show. But other than that, like there hasn't in the last 10 years, especially there's been Nothing. no really other Jackass related content other than like bad grandpa came out then wasn't there a sequel for bad grandpa as well too i think yeah I you think know so. it was like those were the movies that were coming out and then jackass is here and it, it was a first of all it's a great movie it's a lot of fun 
and it kills it at the box office and it takes a shit on moonfall literally it literally did that's that's a stunt they did in the movie they took a shit on a moon on the moon so they only had a bad grandpa how did they get to the moon Point five, yeah. How did they get to the moon? You know what, man? I'd believe the Jackass crew going to the moon more than I believe Tyrese going to the Easily. moon. Easily. You know? And I have no connection with Jackass either. Like, I've only seen this. I had a good time with it. Yeah. But I believe that they'd go to the moon. So will, will you now go watch, go back and watch all the other ones? No. Or will you watch the new ones that come out, though? Sure, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think, again, it's, it's not like, I wasn't like, nah, I'm a Jackass forever kind of guy. I was more like, you know what? This movie, it filled a void that I think this pandemic has caused of just joy. This movie was pure joy because it's real. It's just group of friends having a good time. And I was like, even though it was disgusted by most of the film, I was still like, I'm having a good time. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing right now because there just seems to be the sense of absolute joy. And mm-hmm. that's joy it. and chaos. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's what it was. And that's, and I think that, and that shows with the box office show out and, I think when you have a movie like Moonfall, which is like, oh, it's a Roland Emmerich disaster film. It's like, well, people don't really care right now because the movie didn't look great. No. And then now it is here. Do you think you think a, a uh, I guess a sequel or another version of Jack? I know this. They said it was the last one, but oh no! So they're they're going to do a point five. So with every, yeah, they will, and it's been confirmed. I think it's going to be a Netflix release. So every Jackass since Jackass two has had a point five. So it was like two point five, where it's just stunts that didn't make the movie. They'll compile into like, like i think it's a like bonus way of saying like unrated in a way yeah you know? mm. so here's two point here's 2.5 here's 3.5 and there'll be 4.5 but i think they should call it a forever and a half i think that's a funnier name you don't think there'll be an like another full movie a full movie i With- think i think down the road i definitely see us getting jackass 5 yeah seeing that they have so much fun yeah and they introduce a new cast into it so i think you're just yeah. going to continue with the new cast members man spike jones shot a lot of this movie like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. They shot the opening of this movie, Anthony, in 16 millimeter film. Yeah. Like, it is cinematic as hell. Literally, the movie started and we're like, what movie are we watching right now? Spike Jones is... And then a giant dick appears and you're like, that, we're watching Jackass. Oh, there's a lot of dick in movies now. A lot of dick in movies, a lot of dick in Jackass. I was going to say, rumor has it, oh. Shay has a tattoo of... A dick? <laughs> no, I was going to say Jackass. Oh. oh. Chess, because you loved it so much, but... Well, rumor has it that I have a tattoo of a dick on my chest. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has, it's like a, a pentagram where it's like, but it's like a dick. It's yeah. like a. It just says the movie podcast, yeah. but in dick form. Uh, sure, the the and the movie are the balls. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a speech bubble with it. It's just a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. God, to our audience, I would recommend going back and watching Spike Jones's early, like before he started making movies. He, he did a lot of like skater movies. Oh yeah, like he's he's that t- he's that part of the you know when you see those kids out skateboarding and they're recording that's, that was Spike Jones back in the nineties. Yeah, and know? that's and that's literally how Jackass started. It was yeah. a skateboarding magazine that turned into this, and like so much of that culture, and you're bringing in like Bam and all those world the worlds of cky and that that kind of stuff this turned to this franchise that is now 20 plus years old but still pumping out yeah good for johnny money good for johnny i did ask daniel though um in terms of amount of dicks this was on the low scale for jackass i feel like yeah i feel like we we've got a lot we had a lot more uh genitalia in previous jackass films but i will say these dicks took a lot of abuse in this film well like the reason i said that because there's a lot of like you see, you see it on a lot of shows now. Yeah, and it's just like I don't want to look at that. There's more dicks now. Oh, no, it, it's, it's not a like it's, it's not a pretty now. thing to look at. No, uh, I yes, I agree you know what I'm saying. I agree. A dick is is not as uh, as nice to look at. 
It is not as nice to I, look at. I, I, I would wonder, think. though. I mean, I mean, again, we're all we're three straight. We're guys. three. We're three straight men on the show. Three straight yeah. white men, no. according to our voice. According, <laughs> according to our voices, we're according three straight to our men. Voice. I am a white man. Okay, now uh, you sound like know, Luke Skywalker. I, now I, I went too far. <laughs> I made it too white. But I, but you know what? I think though, Anthony, that it's it, people probably want to see dicks. Like we were so used to seeing like breasts and sometimes vagina on screen. Right. That now that we're seeing penis, maybe yeah. there are people out there that really wanted to see penis. I think what's interesting though, in this, in this context of penis, yes. right. That we're seeing these penises take a lot of abuse and that's the difference, <laughs> right? It's not Who just like, it's just not dick? like, it's not just like hanging dong and it's, that's it. It's like, yeah, Oh, here's a penis. Beating dog. Now it's like, let's shoot a hockey puck at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Let's have a turtle bite yeah. that dick. Also, very interesting that we had PK Subban on two different comedy Shows. things. So we had PK Subban show up in last one, Laughing Canada. And then he also showed up. Uh, well, he's in the trailer for that. Okay, that's good. Um, and then he also showed up in uh, Jackass Forever, which was very interesting. Very weird, yeah. I think he wants to transition from, you know, like a lot of football players or basketball players, they transition to other things in their life. You don't really hear about hockey, hockey players. players. Hockey yeah. players literally just retire. You retire or you go on uh, like CBC animal. Hockey Night <laughs> yeah. in Canada. Yeah. yeah, or you're a judge on something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know if it's like, oh, let's, let me move into another. Yeah. But also medium. both his stunts, uh, or sorry, both of PK Subban's, um, you know, introduction to both things was, was dick related. Very true. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of dicks this weekend. It was definitely a this weekend. W- <laughs> Sorry, this week. Oh, this week. Like, Not this week. Oh, this weekend, normal amount of dicks. Oh, normal okay. amount good, of dicks. Good, good, good. Um, good. but what's interesting though is that, um, you know, we we started our day on Thursday at 10 a.m. and it was just like, let's just set the dicks free. <laughs> and yeah, that's what look, it was. If, if if you are happy with the amount of dicks we're now seeing in television and film. Right in the show. I'm really curious though. Name. I'm really curious though, and I, I wonder if there's a study out. So no, don't send the dick pic. <laughs> yeah. Unless a, like without consent. Up. Yeah, just three hundred. What is this? I mean, uh, we could sell it as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> um, Non-flaccid token. Oh, very good, very good. Um, I'm curious though if if we were to have like a graph, if we were to conduct a study, mm-hmm. maybe when we start making money on the show more, yeah, we'll put all that money into this study. This is the science of how many dicks we've seen in a movie yeah. by year oh and like where would we be in 2010 versus 2022 i think you definitely see like a flat line for a long period of it'd time. be like a flaccid line throughout a very is that flaccid what you're line yeah. and then it would shoot up like a, yeah just it would just Viagra. erect right up just pop gotcha. so someone in hollywood says yeah we're we're making this there's rule. there's a study somewhere the thing is i'm scared to google search this mm-hmm. You, um, need, you need to go on a different Wi-Fi. Yeah, I need to go. I need to go to the public library because yeah. I think that's where it's no, safe. No, you're, you're to do. getting kicked out. Yeah. Police are showing up for sure. <laughs> uh, bottom line, mm. I'm very happy to see Jackass Forever performing well. Yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm for the dicks. Hashtag for the dicks. For the dicks. Yeah. Because I think I think you know what? Not that I like seeing them, um, but I'm sure there are people out there that do. And you know, for them, go get your bags. Um, don't Google search dicks in movies. Because the results oh, my are God, not your, great. Your iPad's on fire. Is that normal? Yeah. Are not great. Oh, yeah. And also, Pam and Tommy this week, too, came out, oh, which exactly. had a lot of... A lot uh, more dicks. A lot of dicks in it, yep. Yeah, and that, like, I, I was showing people Pam and Tommy season... Season one, episode two, where the I'd say the it's the dick of episodes. That is the dick of the episodes, and yeah. And everyone I showed it to was like, that's a, that's a dick. That's a talking dick. Yeah. Yeah, that is a 
talking penis. Yeah. Because we can talk about it because it's out now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I meant like this week is when I showed it. Yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, that's a dick. Yeah. Dicks, 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 We're going to move on from the. Uh, we definitely set a record for the amount of dicks and penises. I think this we is said. the most yeah, dicks we ever talked about. Explicit, yeah. right? Like, we will have explicit on this. Uh, explicit content for yeah. sure in this yeah, episode. There's a COVID warning and a dick warning on this yeah. episode. We also, yeah. we had a lot of F bombs this week, too. No. Did we hear to this episode? I said, I said like three. And then I think you said one. I don't remember. I don't, yeah. I, this I is an R-rated episode. Yeah, what, what are you saving yours for? Like what we're watching? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have any. I'm not an Out this I'm week supposed at, to be classy and polite. That, well, sorry, you're the what? You, the, 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 the host? The host, yeah. Oh. The announcer, I said. <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to keep everything cordial. Yeah. yeah. No emotions coming out of me. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the, I every think, day. I think that's... Uh, we have Anthony on respeecher. <laughs> we could just put Anthony's voice through that and then have him on the show. Let's move on to trailers. 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 Ah. We got quite a bit of trailers this week. Netflix 2022 montage of movie trailers. Halo. The Batman funeral clip. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Offer. Joe versus Carol. Gold. After Yang. No Exit. What would you guys like to talk about? Really quickly, I think the Netflix uh, trailer was interesting because it kept breaking the fourth wall. So yeah. you could tell that Netflix was planning this ad. Because every year for the last couple of years, Netflix has put out a trailer of like, what's coming this year? Right. And like, they literally have like, within the productions, the characters talking right to the camera. So you could tell that when they were shooting these movies, they were planning Ready this ad. This, yeah. And then we got our first look at Knives Out 2, which was still... What we saw from the set photos. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was just a set But it was like them. It was a motion graphic. <laughs> it was basically like a motion graphic. Uh, but it made me really excited to see that that it's going to be coming out this year. This is, I think this is the biggest Netflix film this year. I think easily. this is the biggest Netflix year in terms of. In terms of people on the people pla- on actors, platform. Actors. Yeah. Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, like uh, Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo. Like you have yeah. big names this year on, on yeah. the platform. And those, those movies, like I was watching that trailer and I'm like this this looks like a good year like it looks like good production yeah that are happening but then again i you know it's netflix my i got an email the other day that my price is going up you know <laughs> it just i was in conf, i was conflicted yeah. with liking this trailer and like yeah. not liking it because i got charged i'm getting charged more <laughs> you're, you're getting charged for this trailer yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing though i mean like there's a lot coming this year a lot of these movies we didn't talk about on our most anticipated movies of the year because with streaming films so many of them just kind of get announced and we know they're in production, but we don't think about them until they have a trailer out, right? Or they have a date. Yeah. A lot of these movies do not have dates yet, so we can't really, we don't think about them as coming out. They'll have a, they'll have a, a, a trailer and then three weeks later, a month, they're out on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Halo. Halo. Was another big one that dropped last Sunday. So this trailer dropped after we recorded last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, Halo's kind of always had like a, some just science like a sci-fi look to it like a sci-fi channel. sci-fi channel look to it and i think this show really leans into that i'm not loving master chief's voice because he has such an iconic voice in the games and i just wish that um like boba fett we're going to see him without the mask on in the show which is weird which is strange where it's like we don't see chief without his mask on in the mo- in the games i rather they would have just had like the, the same voice or if you're going to i don't know it's it just kind of looks very sci-fi original it, series to it me. looked like a set the whole time i was like yeah oh, like this like this could be good because you know there's a budget behind it but it i guess 
there, we talk about this a lot. Like, do you really want to adapt something, you know, a hundred percent? And when you adapt something a hundred percent, does it always look, does it translate well on screen? Right. And there's some moments of this that look great. And then there's some moments where I'm like, Oh, that looks like it's like a fan film. Yeah. Right it's now? very effects heavy. And we even spoke like, yeah, this kind of looks like, you know, back in the day, like, was this an IGN, like April Fool's? IGN like parody, yes. Like, is this like a real, well, they're, they're meant to look believable, right? Right. And this looks good in some moments, but it yes. also looks like it's just, it looks just like a, a like sci-fi show. Like kind of like. Cortana looked really whack to really me. Really whack. Yeah, yeah, just make her a hologram. It like, it's like just so easy. It looks like a that would, like, make a visual effects artist, yes. like, yeah, annoyed yeah. because yeah. of the amount of pressure they probably are going to go through making it. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of. It, it just looks very, very visual effects driven. Yeah, um, yeah, but and, like, and that's the thing, probably like, for half the budget, right? And, and half the time. And I think that's the thing, right? When you lean to something that's so visual effects heavy, that all comes down to how you shoot it and everything, right? And this doesn't look like this looks like the visual effects weren't being thought about when the production was being made. Mm-hmm. It looks like something that's like let's put the the ownership on the visual effects artist afterwards to make this look believable, right? And then when you do that, that's that's not going to always end up well. So I'm really it just, curious. It just didn't look very lived in. Like a lot, no. of the, a lot of these sets, when you're looking at them, like, oh man, this is, this just doesn't look like there's belief in it. So, no. I mean, I hope it's good. I, I mean, it's going to be on Paramount Plus, so it's going to have a very hard uh, hurdle to overcome. Uh, people just subscribing to it. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know. I truly don't know. Now, I did convince Shay to watch the Batman funeral clip. Mm, the did. Batman funeral clip. He did. He did. So when the news broke out, I guess... This clip was leaked online, and Matt Reeves is like, fuck it. There is, there's my fuck. There it is. Yeah. I'm going to post it in 4K. It was actually showing as an advertisement. It was, yeah. A full... It was showing as an ad. I guess Warner Brothers started running this, I think it was in Brazil or somewhere else in the world. It was like a TV spot. Yeah, it was like it's a... a three-minute TV spot? Yeah, but, but yeah. they. I have ads sometimes that are like 30 minutes long where it's like... Yeah, for Viagra. That's... I'll well, be honest. Viagra needs a Never short. had an ad that yeah. long before. <laughs> you go on CNN take this drug yeah it's like no but but i mean on youtube like if you don't skip it it will continue that and like i've seen clips for movies and like this was a clip that like i guess someone was like oh this is like a clip that started running in ads that wasn't supposed to come out yet and matt reeves is like yeah i'm just gonna drop it in 4k and it looked amazing please yeah i don't think i have felt as emotionally invested into a clip that had so little dialogue and especially no dialogue pretty much from the main character but i was just floored i i couldn't believe what i was seeing it felt like a fever dream of batman like this is this is like this is wasn't even batman to me this was what every denis villeneuve film is what every david fincher movie is it is it is just pure just skin crawlingly scary i was blown away and you have you know you have bruce wayne in the scene robert pattinson looks great he's just there like on location and these are also set photos that we would see like yeah and he's just like we're at the funeral we hear ave maria playing which is funny that that song is playing because the riddler um theme theme came out and it's like a minor version of ave maria yeah um and you just you hear my favorite thing about this clip is that you never cut to the outside perspective of what's going on. Right. You're in that funeral with Bruce Wayne, with the with the kid who's there, and with uh, Commissioner Gordon, and it's like you hear like this like this thing happening outside, and it reminds me of a lot of like what when like something scary happens in the world, and like you can't hear it. The scariest thing about it is that 
you or you hear a car crash or something and you just you hear it and you're like where is that and you know that that there's like that impending doom coming and seeing that car just rip through the funeral and you just see the fear in everyone's faces and you see the riddler kind of standing from the above in the in the in the balcony area and it's like you're just there's just a fear to it that you're like oh my god like this feels like like prisoners this feels like a of david fincher film this feels like something really messed up is going to happen i got vibes with like nolan too like yeah 100 but like I, I totally understand that like there is that scene where batman's listening in to a conversation between the police chief and jim gordon and even like the cop is like hey that's hey, bruce wayne bruce wayne hey and man bruce is like just kind of looking at him like kind of looks a little like don't look at me don't look at me type of thing but yeah they they have that sound effect where it's like a sequence where you're not supposed to hear but you're hearing it yeah and you don't you can't really make out what they're saying like you're trying your best to like really focus on what they're saying it's really really well done yeah and then this whole you know riddler shows up on the top balcony staring down batman bruce wayne's looking up very very good high tension grace very high tension less uh set up less than a month away from this movie less than four or five days away from tickets going on sale i will watch this movie five times anthony wow. said it here first he's gonna watch it five times i would watch this more than yeah because it just it's my cup of tea yeah 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 spider-man earl gray spider-man i watched spider-man three times just after the second time i just couldn't do it anymore but this one this one i dark think... and it's like fucking gritty and yeah. that's my life right oh, now wow. oh <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Well, wow. and you know, vengeance is always in my <laughs> vengeance. In my yeah, head. yeah. You always are pummeling Daniel, and then just saying oh, vengeance. Right uh, any other trailers this week that stood out to you guys? I think Joe uh, versus Carol looks stupid. Joe, I'm yeah, so sorry. I I think the offer looks like it oh, could the be offer, good, yeah. but it also looks like it could be bad. It looks <laughs> so. The offer is the Paramount series, another Paramount Plus show. Yeah, based on the making of the first Godfather film, Miles Teller, Juno Temple, and some other people, and not Army Hammer, who was supposed to be in it. Um, it looks like it could be really good. It also, oh, I'm sorry, Siri. Is she part of the show? Siri, Siri heard us say. I don't know what she heard us say, but she did pull up the offer trailer on my on my watch. Interesting. Um, I think it will be good. I think it's I think either going to be really good, be good or it looks like a. TV movie. Yeah. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be I think it'll be good. It's directed by the dude who directed Rocketman, so Yeah. Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't that's see why, it. that's why I, I have faith. And it has a great cast. Colin Hanks, Giovanni, Giovanni Rabisi, Juno that's Temple, it. Matthew Good, uh, Miles Teller. I don't like I'm him. I'm not a Miles Teller guy. I don't like him. I feel like he's just an asshole in life in general. An and asshole he's the, in life. Like he's done really good roles, but like his personality really doesn't make you yeah. want to watch his stuff. um and i think too we've been hearing a lot of stuff with him this year too in the with like when it comes to vaccines and yeah. not you know so so he's yeah he's he's uh he's not a good guy you know, i don't like, know was, what like, that voice been is taken care of you know oh my lord he would have been taken care of oh he would have been sleeping with the fishes huh yeah luca <laughs> <laughs> brazzi after after yang looks great a2 is a24 is it after yang after yang gave me ex machina meets her vibes yeah because it was i didn't expect it to be like this android it looks family it looks beautiful yeah. it looks beautiful i think it looks so good because the trailer even it switches between the different aspect ratios mm -hmm. 
Uh, very, very nice. I really dug this trailer. Yeah, and we don't have too long to wait. It's coming to theaters this March, and it's from Elevation Pictures here in Canada, so mm-hmm. we'll be able to watch it. And I think it was really loved at uh, Sundance. Sundance, yep. yeah. I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't I, know. I, I, we I wouldn't know. know. I don't go down that street. What? No. Sundance Road? <laughs> I don't go Sundance down that road. road. Uh, we also got a trailer for No Exit. Uh, this looks interesting. What's this one again? This is the... Um, Hulu. It'll be on Hulu, or I guess in Canada, it'll be on Stars. Oh, the, the horror, the horror it's one. It's like a horror thriller yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. It's like probably like a horror thriller, I'd say. Horror it's a thriller movie? movie. It's a movie or a TV series? I think series. it's a movie. I want to say TV series. I want to say it's a movie. But maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a... Final answer? Movie. TV series. It is. Sorry. I, I'm like, what is this called again? No, it's No Exit, right? Yeah. No Exit is... What did you say? A movie. And you said? TV series. It's a movie. Yeah. Is it tie-in with Exit Wounds? It is. It's tied in with was it Wesley Snipes in Exit Wounds? I think uh, DMX is in Exit Wounds. Was it DMX? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who it was. Rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace. Out this week, our favorite movie of the year, Death on the Nile. This that's coming a, from Shay. It's straight. That's a quote. That's a, from, that's that's a, a pull quote from the trailer. <laughs> favorite movie of the year. This is the movie we're going to get our, our names finally on a on a pull quote in the trailer. <laughs> Death on the Nile. What the hell did we just watch? <laughs> We got Death on the Nile, Marry Me, Blacklight, I Want You Back. Solid uh, release week, though, in terms of just, like, recognizable movies. Mm-hmm. We haven't had... And movie, it's not, it's not, it's like, there's a lot of movies that we that we know what these all are. Yeah, we know what these are. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. I'm, not, I'm saying there's a varying <laughs> like, of quality. Like, uh. um, we will have our thoughts on all of these movies this week. It's going to be a busy week on the feed. Uh, but, yeah, Death on the Nile is finally releasing after so long. And so many issues now. I'm really curious. Is it going to be a good movie? We'll find out. What if it's a good movie and we're just like, fuck. Right? Did Wait. you see Did you see Murder on the Orient Express? No. We had an interesting cast, but yeah. I never watched it. I'm going to watch it before Death on, Death on the Nile. Yeah. I think I might too. It's another Perot. It's the same character, right? Yeah. yeah. But Can't Johnny promise. Depp's in it and as, as well as... Um, no. Johnny Depp's in it. Johnny Depp's he in it. Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah. Johnny Depp's yeah. in it. Daisy Ridley's in Daisy it. Josh Gad is in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Maggie Smith. No, isn't it a thing? Uh, M from uh, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Uh, (laughs) Who else is in it? A lot of people, I believe. Kenneth Branagh. Yes, yes. That was from 2017. Uh, Penelope Cruz, Willem Dafoe, uh, Leslie Odom Jr., Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I've seen a bit of it, and I was not vibing with it. I was like, it's a very like boring. It's a very <laughs> no. What voice? It's a certain generation into. type of film. Like, I don't think our generation would. It's, it's, not, go it's not Agatha Christie, right? I don't know. Whoever does Perot, I think it's Agatha Christie. Like my mom watches Perot. Like she Agatha loves Christie, that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that type of generation. Like, yeah, I sometimes watch. It's it's fun to like. Well, yeah, you're an old man. Yeah, I'm not an old man. You got to watch Knives Out though. Yeah, you gotta watch Knives Out. Knives I'm Out is wait now. N- you're gonna wait for the sequel? Do like a five hour but why watch Knives Out a thon? You take all my knives out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that long though. <laughs> is it? It's, well, it's like two and a half hours. Knives Out? I think it's two. Two? And then the new one's gonna be two, four, then you take a break, five. That's true. And then bam, you're in twenty twenty six. Next thing you know. Yeah. Um did you have anything else to say before I go into what we're watching? No. No. What are we watching, Shay? Uh, I watched The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, loving it. I'm loving this season. Really good episode. Um, Scream or Five Cream. 
because that's what we all put. Uh, Peacemaker, great, great episode again. Now, the, the show is definitely going to a place where, like, damn, like, some shit's about to go yeah. down. Did you watch Peacemaker this weekend, Vinny? Yes. That was a cool episode, man. It was good, episode. yeah. With the, with the, I, I do the wish, butterflies. Like, I wish it was bigger, though. You wish it was bigger? Yeah, I just feel like they're they're in the same place over and over. Either it's a this, small town, yeah. It's a very small. Oh yeah, like, production, location. I just yeah. feel like I wanted something bigger from it. But yeah, I I I, I, I dug this uh, episode. I'm curious where these last two episodes are going to go because yeah. now the whole police department and that was a crazy sequence with all of the butterflies Graphic. taking over, um, and they're all just walking through some really cool moments in yeah. this. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, which uh, you know we pretty much talked about, I guess. So we can. We really didn't talk about it. We we want to talk about it more. We yeah. kind of, I think, we, I think we covered like my favorite episode ever in the t- Disney Plus episodes. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure of Star Wars. Of Star, of Star, of Star, Wars, Star Wars episode. Luke, Luke. It's nice seeing this Luke. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think there, this episode gave us a lot, and that's what I was saying earlier. We got like Order sixty six. We got Grogu. We got Luke Skywalker giving Grogu Mithril. Yes, <laughs> from yes. the from from uh, Din Djarin. Yeah. Um, and then making him choose, but it's interesting that you know we're getting this Luke now that we're st- as as much as I love seeing this Luke, this is also the same Luke that is now not learning from the ways of the Jedi, yeah. or he's continuing that the mistakes of the Jedi, being like you have to go this path or this path. Like it's only you know like dealing in absolutes and things like that, where it's like we're we're seeing the mistakes I think starting to form here. What's going to be eventually his downfall later. But it's so cool just seeing this character training and just talking and existing and talking to Ahsoka. Dude, and we're it's getting like, a series. We're getting. A I, series. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Luke Skywalker series for sure. At this point, we can like it can. It's possible. The age thing is the only problem I have because we were talking about DAG. Because oh, Mark Hamill was a lot older looking than he should have been in New Hope, The, the Last Jedi. Oh. Compared but, to where they left off right now, you know what I'm saying? Like Luke is. Like sixty years old, but this is still old. this is still like forty years though, right? Does it is it forty years? Yeah, it is. How old was Kylo when he was born? Yeah, but Kylo still like what twenty two? No, well, I think Kylo was probably like in his and how later twenties. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when are they giving birth to this? The time is a little yeah, but messy. I, I I think it's still I think it's still all plausible because it's like uh, it's still like forty years after, right? So we still have to have the rise of the first order, the first order. Like, this is still, like, the end of the Empire that's happening, right? We have 40 right? years of stories to tell. 40 years of stories that I you can't tell. we could talk about all the other Star Wars stories. And I think Dave Filoni's doing a good job sure. of introducing characters. Because we have Mando, who's new. Ah- Ahsoka. Yeah. Luke. But if, we're ta- but if we're in this time period, I think it makes sense, yeah, to focus on these characters. Because these are the, the characters, and right? They're not always Skywalker. Mm-hmm. We're getting an Ahsoka series. We're okay. getting a bunch of other series. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, it's crazy. Cobb Vanth. You no, know, seeing Grogu, like, talking, to, like, hanging out with Luke and then with Ahsoka. And, like, it's just, it's just like, this was so weird. It was like fan fiction, man. A lot of people are speculating. At the end of that episode, Luke offers him the choice. Take Yoda's lightsaber, which is really cool. I don't yeah. know how he got Yoda's lightsaber, but sure. It was at the uh, store. <laughs> he just the Jedi store. Well, it was on, uh, he was on Dagobah when... Uh, when Yoda died, so right? what he he's he's like going through Yoda's stuff after he's dead. Could have been, yeah. I think there was a comic. You I think there was a there was <laughs> a you looted. You have to loot yeah. the loot the I, hut. But yeah. lightsabers are supposed to be buried with you when you die. That's yeah. a that's a thing. Yeah, I know, but like I don't know if that's Jedi's. I mean, look at Jedi's die in the dumbest ways in these movies. It's like 
Obi-Wan just like, yeah, peace out, guys. And he like, yeah. disappears, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Also, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. the Grogu's armor. So people are speculating he's going to choose the armor and he's going to go and they're, you know, he's going to go with Mando and they're going to live happily ever after. I think. I don't believe. Okay. If we do this, because I think Mando and baby and Grogu together are a great pairing. And I mm-hmm. think that's what's been like amazing throughout the series. crutch to him. Right. Because he's so small and he's not going to grow. But now, no, no, it's okay. But now that we're seeing Grogu starting to embrace the force, we were learning about the original wielder of the Darksaber was someone who was a Mandalorian and of Jedi. And that's Grogu technically, right? He is born of Jedi, but now he's part of, he's a foundling. He's a Mandalorian as well now. So what if baby, what if baby Yoda or Grogu is going to be the one to wield the Darksaber and be the only one who can wield the Darksaber? It's such a big saber for you. Right? I'm telling you right now, we're going to see Grogu wield the Darksaber in this show. You remember that little jump? Look, look at him like, it's so funny because the puppet the fuck? it was i was just dying of laughter seeing him joke with jump with the with the clothes on but watch he's gonna wield the it's mandalorian he's gonna there. wield the armor but he's gonna wield the dark saber and it's gonna be grogu wielding the dark saber See, I like think, the original wielder one of two worlds. i think go ahead i think he's going to take the lightsaber but he's also going to take the armor because it makes sense to have the armor because if you're going to get hit by a lightsaber the armor is going to protect you I think he's going to force choke Luke yeah. and take the lightsaber and the armor and then just go. Like, get in a car. Not even a spaceship. A car. Where is he going? He's so small. Yeah, but he can drive the force. It's so funny because like, well, I have the Grogu on my shelf behind me. And he's just like looking at me smiling. And he's like, he knows the answer. He's like, I'll never uh, tell uh, you. <laughs> I'm also going to be the voice. <laughs> can we talk about Cobb Vance? And no, Cobb. 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 Cobb Vance. Is it Cobb Vance? Are you guys saying Dick? Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Why am I saying Cobb Vance? Cobb Vance is the... Is Timothy Oliphant's kid. Yeah. Which was great to see. Yeah. Cad Bane is Cad terrifying. Bane. Again, it's so Remind strange that... The, the Lord of the Rings guy at the end of Return of the King. King? Or Return of the King, yeah. The guy at the gate. Yeah. Yeah. The teeth. The teeth. He is... Uh, <laughs> she just like hissed at us. I did. Um, I, again, I was just watching The Bad Batch and seeing Cad Bane there. And uh, he's terrifying in that show. And obviously, he's in Clone Wars and everything, too. Um, and now seeing him in live action, I'm like, I love the way he looked in the in the show. He looked really he looked good. great. Like we got so that was much very western. That was very, the oh most yeah, western. I've seen. him coming through from the stranger from the desert. Right, that's the name of this episode. And you just see him with the hat on. And as soon as I saw the hat, I'm like, that's Cad Bane. And then you just see the giant like yeah. red eyes, and he has uh, he has like the the vents. the tubes the vents on him yeah. because like if he if a Jedi force chokes him he could still get air mm-hmm. I mean that's like that's such a cool like just story detail mm-hmm. I mean technically the Jedi could just rip the the things off of yeah. him but we don't I think understand about why that. Jedi are so like don't be attached to things you know? they're bitches like, you know? I don't see how that succeeds in your life and it like, doesn't what, what that's the, pur- the downfall of the Jedi what is right? the purpose of a Jedi like. Like at the end of it, what is the purpose of a Jedi to protect people? So you're attached to people. No, I'm not attached to people. I, mean, I can't be attached to them. But like, what? What? You, what is your role? That's what I just don't understand. I think they got too ahead of themselves in their how they've been. Are you talking about the writing of the show or just Jedi in general? Like the, the Jedi religion. <clears throat> like the Jedi religion. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, but that's They're the so thing, strange. right? Like, there, we see that, like you know, Anakin, your grand you're you know you're appointed to the council but you're not granted the rank of master it's yeah. like there's there's such rules to it that like you could see why people turn to the dark side and stuff like that because it's like you're you're 
you're it's like when you grow up in a very strict household yeah as soon as you go to university you're like oh i could party actually live now yeah you know what i mean so it's like there's so many rules i'm like, like and I'm, I'm an amish person you know uh the amish jedi yeah the, <laughs> there's famous amish jedi uh, and that's the thing where you see Luke now continuing Jebediah that legacy. Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. We're seeing, uh, we're seeing, uh, j- uh, like Luke continue those failings of the Jedi where it's like, no, Grogu, you have to choose this or that. And it's like, but why, why does he have to do that? Yeah. Even when he found out Mando was there, he's like, Mando was here. Oh, that hurt, broke my heart, man. So jelly. Don't be jelly, Lukey. No, don't be <laughs> jelly, Lukey. <laughs> like, this is the same guy that was like fucking, you know, terraforming you know the desert with his uncle like be that person don't yeah. be so strict yeah. <laughs> don't be jelly lukey <laughs> don't be jelly lukey that's a good i'm gonna put that in the quotes uh, that's a good that's a good are you t-shirt. watching anything else yeah i only got to the, the fourth thing so <laughs> <laughs> I took, took a big pause i forgot there. who was saying who was watching yeah. what <laughs> uh dave is now on disney plus so i started continuing my watch of that um because of Colin mockery being on the show this week i went back and started watching a lot more whose line is it anyway a uh, lot of fun. Absolutely love the show. I watch it all the time. Um, continuing my watch of Love is Blind Season 2. This show comes out on February 11th on Netflix. So if you're a Love is Blind fan. Is this the the Japan one? No, this is uh, America. Oh, yeah, but there's Are a Japan, Japan one coming Japan out, right? one? I don't know. I, I, don't, I think you should. I don't know. I'm, I'm not much of a reality TV show person. I Love is Blind is just because... It caught you in the pandemic, It I caught think, me right? in the pandemic. That's it. And then I I, I watch it almost ironically. See, here's the thing. The audience wants you to watch all the Love of Blind. Love is Blind. But they also have Brazil as well. You you need to watch all of them. Yeah, Love is Blind Japan comes out February 8th. Yes. That is your thing now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was about to watch it, but then I was like, I'm okay. And February 11th for maybe, maybe I'll do it. I you, you know what it is though. If you want Shay to watch it, right into the show. But you know why? Here's the thing. Right into the show for sure. But here's the thing. With when it comes to reality shows, American reality shows are better because they really show the most dramatic and the worst of people. True. I, I, I've watched Terrace House, which is pretty much a reality show in Japan, like it, it, Japanese-based. And they're all so nice. And it's like so like, like, like even like the shit that they go uh, through. Our reality shows are very much about putting person against person. Yeah. Right? Like, like, they're so, and like, I, I feel good about it. Like, I don't want to feel good right now. Sometimes I want to feel like a little bitch. And that's when I put on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I put on Love is Blind. Be like a little bitch. Like a little bitch. Um, I heard the Japanese ones has samurais. Is that racist or is that like an actual thing? No, it's not racist. Their culture has samurai swords. Yeah, that sounds racist. I'll take, I'll take it. Uh, I'm going to move it. to the next part then. Uh, <laughs> Last of Us Part 2. So, okay, I, I finished the game, obviously. I have all the trophies except two. This guy didn't do the last two trophies. He's not like us. Yeah. I did the last two trophies two fucking years ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. Where you been? Look, the game was more impactful to me, so I couldn't sit through it again. I, I couldn't, I couldn't see Joe die. And when I saw <laughs> Sorry, Joel, Joe, Joe die, Joel, 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 Joel? When I saw Joel die again. It really like it, it took me back, but I think I was able to, I was able to like separate it this time. I was like, okay, like, the shock wasn't there anymore. Yeah, right? like I still, I knew I wasn't ready for it. And last night I, I got up to Seattle Day Three with the Seraphites and the creepy crawly. What are the, the the sneakers? No, the, the, the sneaker. Um, oh, I forget the, the 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 zombies that are like like always like hiding in the shadows. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know their names. I don't know their names either, but like Joe or something like that. Um, Bill the Farmer. Bill the (laughs) Farmer. Bill the Farmer. Uh, Sneaky Lukey. No, what was it? Cry Bitch Lukey? What would you call him again? Don't be be Jelly Lukey. Don't be Jelly Lukey. They are the Stalkers. The Stalkers. I was right. And so I was playing online last night, and Dan and I were in a a voice chat, and uh, I was just playing, and I was like, I think, and I was like, I'm like, I think this is where. The stalkers. Come. Oh yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm like, no. I'm pretty sure it's here. And I walk into a room expecting them to be there. I'm like, oh, I guess not. Then I turn around and they're like, <laughs> like I screamed. screamed. Yeah. I gave him my most authentic scream. It was I've a good. Ever it given. was a cream, great scream. Yeah, it was a great scream. I was online too yesterday. Thanks for the invite, guys. Why don't you? Why don't you message? I us? don't look at that stuff. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't know you were online either. How do we supposed to look for me? <laughs> <laughs> but did you come on after us? Because you weren't on when I got well, on. I don't know. I don't know when you were well, on. You weren't I, on. Were, I, were, I was on at 11 at night. No, but see, we were we were playing from like 6 because I remember I had a call with Apple Support at 6. Yeah. Yeah. So we were playing since 6. So you came on 11. You, you, you went online and then did message us is what you're saying. Yeah, because I'm not the gamer. You guys yeah, but you've been playing. You're not here, gamer. What are you talking about? Yeah, you, you have the platinum I and last of us. Expect you, you guys have the, you have to know where I am Lego Star oh, Wars. at all times. <laughs> That's true. You should just invited us, anyways. And then I watched Jackass Forever. I think that's it. I probably watch other stuff too, but it's lost in the wind. Lost in the wind. Daniel, what have you been watching? Uh, like Shay, you know, uh, Righteous Gemstones, Five Cream, uh, aka Scream. Uh, the book of Boba Fett we spoke about. I'll just get the ones we spoke about. Jackass Forever, Peacemaker. Uh, I rewatched Ocean's Eleven this week because that movie is a perfect film. It's just and it literally on. you put it on and you just watch it and you're just enthralled and it's so damn good. I love it. Um, I, I've been starting to get into the Batman mode continually. I, I told you I watched French Connection, getting in that mindset. So I watched Batman '89. Um, what a great film! Again, for its time, it's just it's amazing that this movie worked. It's very silly in some moments too, but it's just, this is what this movie was. It's such a product of its time and it's just so good. And I love Keaton in this role. Uh, but I am weirdly excited to get to Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because those are films that are just so ridiculous. They're so bad, they're good. And there's some actually some really good moments in both of them. So I'm excited to get there. Um, watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is also directed by Matt Reeves. One of the easily one of the best blockbuster films that we've had in the last ten years. It is a phenomenal movie. It is so deep. It's so like methodical, but it's also just so well made. And then you forget that like for a movie in twenty fourteen, the CG is just so incredible. Like you you you're watching these characters and you forget like yeah these are these are apes, and literally the day before those are actually people. Those are people. Those are people dressed as apes. As apes, and that's the thing. The day before. I watched Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The original 60s movie was on. Oh, yeah. And now that's what kind of put it in my mind. Like, oh, let me watch the Reeves one. Because I'm like, this is so hokey looking. Yeah. And then you you watch this and I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. So I'm excited to Ape finish it. CG is like, it's plateaued. You can't get better than. I agree. No. Like, it's, uh, Ape from CG War of the like Planet of the Apes, it's like, that is like the best it will ever be. I think, I think Apes so far in terms of like, you know, recreating CG characters, they have looked their absolute best at. You, yeah, you're right, Anthony. You can't get better than that. Like, I, I don't know sometimes when it's CG, even though it is always it's all CG, CG. Yeah, but you can't tell. Like, we had even like look at the the gorilla we had in Peacemaker. That looked amazing. That looked like yeah. like that looked incredible. That looked like a movie level. That looks like they had a gorilla they, come they in. They had a real. They had Harambe come in. Gorilla Grodd. 
I don't think so. It kind of gave but me. It, it kind of gave the vibes like, of her. I, like he speaks. He spoke. Yeah. And they said, like that was our boy. That was Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> that was Gorilla Grodd. Oh uh, yeah. So I watched End of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I also watched Welcome to Earth, which is that Will Smith National Geographic show. It's on Disney Plus. Really great first episode. You know, this was a show that I remember we got sent to watch in December or November of last year, probably. And we were excited for it because we saw it at Disney Investor Day, but I'd never watched it. Um. So getting to watch now in like 4K and Dolby Vision, and he's like going to a volcano, and he's with a he has like a, a a geologist with him, um, who is blind. So he's like they're literally on a volcano and diving into a volcano, and this man could wait, could wait, only dis- diving into like a they're going in, like not into the lava, but like they're going <laughs> like they're repelling, repelling down into a volcano. Yeah, that's the- to put sensors in it, and this guy can only like hear. And sense what's around him, and he's with Will Smith, right? And oh, like, so he he is is Will Smith like his seeing eye person? No, Will Smith is there too, learning oh, about it. So like, he's probably he, yelling. The the the, <laughs> the, the man, the man Will, Will Smith is yelling the whole time. <laughs> um, but then you you're learning a bunch of like about the volcanoes, and you're learning about sound, and then you're going to like this village who, um, literally is just they do these dances based on the rhythm the rhythms of the volcano. And it's funny because Will Smith was there like. Like like dancing and like doing their dance with them and singing and I kept thinking he's just gonna start singing switch because like he was just hey. clapping he was clapping too but it was actually a really great show and then the show is just not about Will Smith there's other characters in it will where we see like okay we're going to the quietest place on Earth and literally these guys dive thousands of feet into this cave and it's like the quietest place where there is no sound on Earth there's like there is zero sound. And like they're in, the, and it's so claustrophobic. You're watching it, but it's such a really good show. I'm excited to continue watching it because it's just it's just really cool. And I love documentaries like this. Um, and it's, it's actually just really well made. So definitely check it out if you have Disney Plus, which I'm sure anyone who's listening Nas- does. National Geographic. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Like that's a channel. If you were if you didn't have a lot of channels and you wanted like a good channel, National Geographic channel always has something and, interesting. And it looks be- it's it looks beautiful. Like it like this is the this is a show that I will go to. To show off a TV, like it looks yeah. beautiful and it's actually a really well made show. So I, I, I actually like recommend to both you guys check it out if you're looking for something. Yeah, because it's a really great show just to have on, uh, in the background. Sounds good. That's 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 all I got for you this week, Anthony. Take us home. Um, yeah, this week I've been watching, right, caught up with Righteous Gemstones. Watched the last two episodes, Five Cream or Scream. I've watched that. <laughs> the, let's just call it Scream. The please. Book of Boba Fett. I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. I've platinum it which i'm you got the platinum yeah oh congrats man i expected oh, you, you guys to that. know that oh, no, no how would we know at, i don't know you go into First my my comes page online after how, us. how many hours on my page oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not my page my page um um how many hours cut. i don't know a lot it was a, a lot it was a pretty big game did you like the platinum did you enjoy planning it yes will you play forbidden west now yes at launch i'm like invested into the you're in it now eh? i don't know at launch like, I want to take a break because I want to play Zelda because I haven't finished Zelda. Which Zelda? The Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. But you had like so many hours in Zelda. You, yeah, but you I didn't... never went to the end. Oh, you never went to the, you never went to Hyrule Castle, eh? No. But you I did everything there. else though. Yeah, I got there and it was just like, now I want to start from scratch again. You want to start from, you, you're fully powered up now and you're going to go back to. Yeah. Okay. I want to do it properly. Okay. Because I felt like I was just like fucking around most of the time. It, it was, was pandemic COVID too. It was pen, early pandemic. Early yeah. pandemic. So I want to finish that. Then I'll go back. Gran Turismo is also coming out, which 
that was a trailer i guess we could have talked about that yeah gran turismo those are really yeah. good yeah also we didn't talk about sony buying bungie which they also said was going to be for about film and for film and television yeah. as well yeah if yeah, you guys you want us to have a video game podcast right into the show send us money send us money, send us and, money and we'll fund one we'll fund one yeah. <laughs> um but yeah plat platinum that i'm on to the frozen wilds nice which is actually really good too like I'm just invested in the lore of this. Nice. And right now I'm I'm fucking like I'm a god. Yeah. So anyone nothing can like, kill you. Yeah. Any beast that comes in front of me, they're fucking dead. I Damn. said enough f words. You did. You did. But like you know when you get to that point where you're so you have the armor, you know your bow, you know everything to like destroy. You know the mechanics that was like, like an enemy. In Ghost of Tsushima. I I walk into a I camp. Love, I love. I love slaughter. That. Yeah. Even in Breath of the Wild too, you got to that point where little enemies before that would mess you up you're like oh god these guys are going to kill you in one shot as you get better in that game like you just you just take on guardians you take on anything right you love i love that 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 change of like i could take on any enemy and i'm fine you know i love that part um umbrella academy i'm still watching i'm on season two i put on 2022 winter olympics start watching a little bit of that interested to see like you know canada winning some golds right now we're at i think three medals nice um we're doing good we're doing good i always like the olympics like it's something that i don't look forward to watching but then when it does happen you just you get to watch it it's, it's, like, it's, it's strange too because we just had the olympics last year yeah because we had the delayed olympics yeah. and then this is the winter olympics now and very weird and then peacemaker that's all i've been watching i didn't really watch much cool but yeah it was a fun. It was a filled week, though. Like it doesn't. It didn't feel like we had a lot of big news this week, but there was a lot of news this week. Still, a yeah. lot of things that we we've we've spoken a long time about stuff today. Mm-hmm. And we had a special guest on Clark Baco. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, and we will have another special guest this week on Wednesday. Wednesday, Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery. I can't believe Colin Mockery has been on our show. Which one of you guys is Drew Carey? Both of us. Well, we'll be both. He's be Drew, Drew and I'm Carey. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Like, if you don't know who Colin Mockery is... You're an idiot. D- okay. <laughs> I'm, Go, just, just just, I'm just kidding. Punch his name into YouTube. And you'll punch, punch Punch his name. Punch his, yeah. Don't bring your keyboard. And then him. just watch... Get lost in the clips of whose line is in any way. And yeah. just... He's, he's so a comedy good. icon. Him and Ryan Styles, I think, are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not an idiot. I just want to make sure. But yeah, I love you all. But you're an idiot. But you're... An, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, that wraps up episode 132. <gasps> We passed the 131 last week. Now we're on 132. That's, that's good. That's one the numbers. The numbers are adding up. Two. Yeah, I get yep. it. Right. <laughs> As always, you can catch a new episode every Monday morning on all your favorite podcast streaming services. You can follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review after this show. Go to our Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. We are still trying to hit... That give us 200, 200 review give us 200. marks so we can be tomatoized, rotten tomato. We, we want to be into pulped tomatoes. into tomato pulp. So we yeah. can then be recognized on Rotten Tomatoes. Anything else? Oh, yes. You can join us on Spotify where you can write us reviews, Discord. You can say hello there. And you can write into hello at the moviepodcast.ca. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.